Everything is Awesome is part of Courts and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, movie, and geek podcasts. Check out some of our other shows, like TV Ate My Brain, Let's Chat with Revelin' Friends, and Podstalgic at courtsandparts.com. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I am your host, Kev, and this is the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. Uh, this week's guest, it's going to be a fun, probably loud interview. Uh, this week's guest, I actually have to thank uh, QPod, Dave Steele, uh, for kind of making happen because he shot me a, a text message or, or um, an email or something a few weeks back and said, hey man, I was on this show and I, I shouted you out. You gotta, you gotta check it out. I'm like, and I didn't have his number saved to my phone. So I was like, who the hell is this? What are you talking about? And eventually found out that he was, it was Dave talking about the horribly awkward podcast. Uh, which is a, a podcast that I've known about just basically because of Potter and family on Twitter. So if you guys know me and know like the podcasting community that's everywhere but Reddit, you know I'm really kind of for it, and it's all positive vibes. So as soon as I listened to that episode, and just the whole theme of this podcast, Horribly Awkward, is such an amazing concept, I had to have him on my show. Please welcome to the show, host of the Horribly Awkward podcast, uh, and because yet again, for the, we'll say, 60th time in a row, I'm, I'm terrible at my job. I only know his first name, Sean. Welcome to the show, Sean. Hello, Kevin. Hi. Uh, <laughs> thank you for inviting me. I enjoy your, your voice cast. Very nice. <laughs> thank you. Um, and I, I like that this is how you're starting the show off so that uh, any of your listeners know what's going on right now, and my listeners are like, why is he so weird? I'm not weird. I'm very quiet. I'm very uh, social hermit. <laughs> well, now, see, I think the, the social hermit thing I don't think is actually um, a lie. I feel like podcasters and entertainers are actually that. Oh, no. I don't know. Are, are you? Are you Are you kind of a, a, a what's that, an introvert? Um, I am not sure. Kevin, nice, nice to meet you. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, hold on, I take a drink. I take a sip of my mojo. Hold on one second. Okay, okay. Let's see what happens here. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, what is up, Kevin? Kevin! Oh my God! There's that. There's that mojo kicking yeah, in. Yeah, what is up, dude? I'm actually excited, man. I've been listening to your podcast oh. lately, and I love the fact that you're one of those talking son of a bitches, which means, <laughs> which means this is going to be easy. You know, we both have yeah. guest-driven podcasts, so when you get a guest that talks as much as you, it's, 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 so, it's fun because you don't have to do any work. Yes. It just happens. Exactly. I, that's what I love about uh, this format that I do. I, you know, is that it's it's simple. There's very little prep, as 
uh, everyone of, of my listeners know I do no prep. Uh, so the fact, like, I don't, I, it's just so laid back compared to like doing an actual podcast where you have segments and like yours, I feel like horribly awkward podcast. I feel like there's a lot of prep that goes into that. Is there a lot of prep that you do for each free show? Yeah, it's not as much prep as you think. I have a guideline, which is basically my intro. And I, I change a couple things in the intro to, to gear it towards whoever I have on, you know, I write, a, I write a couple of new things to switch it up a little bit, but basically it's that, you know, I start off every episode by, by doing an improv skit and then I do my intro and then in the middle somewhere we stop and do some shout outs in the end. It's basically the same format. There's not a lot of prep. I like to, I, I like to have people on that I, that I'm generally a fan of. That way I go into it with as much energy and enthusiasm as, as mm. possible, but no, I don't really do too much too much research if i have someone on i'll go like an actor or something i might go through their imdb and write write down a couple notes that way i i i don't forget to bring it up because i'll often just forget Mm. shit i'll just i guess i'll go damn it i I didn't talk about that the most important thing i didn't talk about that like i dropped the ball yeah that is where i've had like what i I hate saying this word but we'll say it higher profile guests um, and that's like, um, so Erin McGathy is one of those. I had her on my show last year. Um, she's a podcaster. This feels terrible. Human conversation. First time I really heard of, uh, Aaron McGathy was on Dan Harmon's podcast, Harmon town. She it, was married to Dan Harmon for about 11 months. Um, and she, so, and I just a huge fan of hers. She was like, I have like three podcasters that I look to as like um, kind of my muse: uh, Aaron McGathy, Aisha Tyler, and Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. So, so the fact that I got her on was like huge for me. She was the first like big name. Hold on, Kev. Hold on, Kev. Or, I, I have this drinking game with your podcast. Got to drink. You said Kevin Smith. <laughs> oh my! You are the second person. The second person, I'm gonna take a swig because I actually prepped a drink tonight, a little, a little uh, Soco and, and Coke tonight uh, for the oh, show. I know what's that? All Soco, little Coke. Mm, mm. Uh, <laughs> um, I actually, in now that I'm, uh, I'm 32 with kids, I do a lot more Coke than I do Soco these days. <laughs> uh, you do a lot of Coke, huh? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a second. Um, but yeah, you're the second person to create a drinking game uh, based off of of Kevin Smith drink, yeah, being one of the key words. Drink my actually, I, I I only brought one one. Uh, don't don't kick me in the balls for this. Don't hate me for this. But I brought I bought one bottle right now just from the fridge of Bud Ice <coughs> Ice. <coughs> Um, and I just literally drank, I drank three quarters of it in that beginning part. And now I just finished it. So <laughs> that's I'm funny. Um, let's roll. Let's go, man. So, uh, I know, so you're a West coast kid. Uh, are you actually, uh, are you born and raised out there? Yeah, I, I was born and raised in Santa Clara, California, you know, out by, you know, I spent most of my summers at great America theme park. Now we're, that's where the new Levi stadium is for like the, the, okay. Niner, the 49ers. I don't know much about sports, so you could ask me anything. I don't know anything <laughs> besides Joe Montana, uh, uh, Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, I'm running. I'm running out. Hold on, Magic Mike. No, not Magic Mike. Magic Johnson. <laughs> um, Magic Mike. Let's see. Uh, the Browns. The the Cowboys. 
Giants. I, I ran out. That's it. I mean, that's my sports yeah, issue. It. I don't know nothing. That's that's funny. It's it's uh and I mean I I know the one episode uh that I recently did. I don't know if it's aired yet. I, we actually went on like a pretty long sports tangent, and it's funny because like I I found it in this podcasting world. Uh, that like I'm pretty knowledgeable unless I'm on a sports show, but like pretty knowledgeable with sports compared to other people. Whereas in the real life, I'm like, I'm such like a, I don't want to say a fake fan because I bleed green. Like I, I'm a, I'm a huge Eagles fan. I'm a, I'm a Phil, I'm from Philly. So like every Philadelphia team, except for the Sixers, cause it's basketball, who cares? Uh, I love, like, I love, I love the, the, the Eagles, the Phillies, the Flyers. And, um, but like when it comes to actual like deep conversations beyond like current rosters and maybe like the rosters of the two thousands, uh, is when like I get lost. Like I, especially with hockey, like I don't even know the current roster. Um, so it's, it, don't worry. We don't get heavy into sports in this show. Yeah. Hockey's the one with like the cold weather, right? You slide around <laughs> on those little metal things. <laughs> Yes, yes, those and those Canucks, they, uh, they, they, it's their national pastime. I, I have to admit, though, I do like the the Mighty Ducks, the movies, you know, D two, you know, back in the day, <laughs> Knuckle Puck, it's Knuckle Tuck Puck time, boys. Like I, I dig that shit all day, man. But it's it's funny you bring that up. I would say within the last sixty days, I went on this weird, um, like uh, Wikipedia rabbit hole where. For some reason, I was like, Mighty Ducks, like, let me read up on the Mighty Ducks. Because, like, because they were, I mean, they are still a real team. They're just called the Anaheim Ducks now. But I went on this, and I probably spent two hours when I should have been doing anything else, <laughs> yeah. reading about not only the Mighty Ducks movies and, like, the, the like just the plots of all four of them on Wikipedia or however many movies there are. There's a cartoon based on on the Mighty Ducks. I read about that. I read about the actual Mighty Ducks and how Disney owned them up until about, I don't know, five or ten years ago. And, yeah, I, so that's, uh, ironically, up until probably about five years ago was the most amount of hockey I knew was from the Mighty Ducks as well. Because uh, it's on, it's, well, at least that first movie is so great. Yeah, I mean, those movies, I, for some reason I don't like sports, but I do enjoy sports movies. I, I think it's the, the triumph, and they're just working towards something, and then they, they always make the game seem so fun, and you get into it, and then they fucking win, man. You're like, yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm a sports fan. And I leave the theater, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what, what sport was that? I forgot already. But I, I do enjoy that stuff. I don't know why I enjoy that, but the that. I actually, you know what? I I have gone to like uh, the Fresno Grizzlies. I'm in Fresno now, so we had the Fresno Grizzlies here, which is like uh, what do you call that? I don't know. That's what is it called? Bef- minor league, maybe minor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah minor so league. I've gone to those games, right. and it's a lot of fun to actually go in there because you can yell yeah. stuff as loud as you want, and security doesn't come over and take you away. You know, you just yell like yeah, like ah. And uh, that that part's yeah. fun, but but other than that, I don't know, man. I I'm, I'm one of those guys who try to avoid anything that's gonna make me angry. If there's a, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, there's a fifty percent chance you're gonna be fucking pissed, right? You're gonna there's a fifty yeah. percent chance you're yeah. gonna wa- watch a game, you're gonna lose and get angry. I don't want that. That's why I don't follow presidential right. debates. I've never watched one of those. I don't vote. Yeah. I don't want to get mad. I don't watch sports. <laughs> I don't watch esports. I don't do anything. That's gonna make me mad if I play Call of Duty and I, and I lose three times in a row. I'm out. Turn that. Turn it off. I'm out. 
that's that's actually a pr- great mindset because uh, I mean as a Philadelphia fan usually we're angry like 90% of the time because our teams just suck um, so you know and that's like a torture that we put on ourselves and that is you know something that and even like with football for me because I'm a, I'm a bigger football fan than anything else mm-hmm. so it's not just the Eagles when I'm watching any game that I have like any kind of vested interest in whether it be the fact that I just like that the, whatever team I'm, I'm rooting for or, or, or like the Super Bowl this year like I haven't been angry at a Super Bowl in probably since the Eagles lost uh, back, I think that was 2008 maybe 2006 and um, I have not been angry at a game as much as I was watching the the Falcons just lose control of that game and slowly watching the the Patriots make a comeback I I like I was shaking when we left uh, my in-laws house because they had tied it up and went to overtime and then I put myself through more torture listening to it on the radio uh, so I 100% understand the like avoiding getting angry aspect because sports is definitely definitely a big catalyst for that call uh first person shooters in general are a big catalyst for that i actually stopped playing first person shooters around the age of golden eye because i had a friend who was just way too good <laughs> yeah yeah and- golden eye you can screen cheat man you just look at look at their little box and compare it to your little box and you know where they're at if you're good enough <laughs> Yeah, well, and that wasn't necessarily what angered me because it was it, like, because going into the future and this like watching my that this my friend who was really good at GoldenEye play like he's just really good like like insanely amount of good like I think he's trained by the CIA good and uh, so so I it took me from GoldenEye to Black Ops two to finally like. <laughs> play a game again uh and now i like i I just kind of i started playing battlefield one uh recently and i say started like i played it once about two weeks ago yeah battlefield one's Uh, dope man but i like i really enjoy i'm terrible i'm a shitty shitty first person shooter uh player but i really dig like the whole concept of you, like you can like you can fly a goddamn blimp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can be in a plane, tank. So like the fact that like where it's at today, like really just kind of interests me. And when I have time to sit down and play, like I do enjoy it. Um, yeah, it sounds like you're a huge gamer. Like what what, what games are are you a big first person shooter? Or are you something oh, else? Oh, dude, I, I just like games. You mostly I'm a gamer. First, I'm a gamer. Now it's about 50-50, so I'm a gamer slash podcaster. My, I used to have a podcast that was all about games, but, I mean, trying to mm. keep up with gaming news is exhausting. you gotta, you got to be checking sure. the internet every single day, writing down notes if you want to do a gaming podcast and deliver all the news. It, it's, it's, such, it's such a it, – I mean, dude, you, <laughs> you know what I mean. If you got to take more than three yeah. notes for a podcast, you're like, come on, this is, this is work. I need to be paid for this <laughs> at this point. But I like yes, all, exactly. I like all all games. I like adventure games. I, I you know I'm mostly into story single player stuff. But I do like Bad, oh Battlefield God. One and Call of Duty, all that. Uh, I you know this is a this is a word that I drop often, drop but it. I feel like it's appropriate. I feel like Patronus. I feel like you're oh, my Patronus, my friend. Like, dude, whoa, whoa, man, that's a heavy word, dude. Hold up, hold up, dude. Hey, uh, hey, grab it, grab it, grab this, grab this, grab this, grab this by the ass. I got the pee. I got the pee. I got the ass. Grab it, dude. We'll hold this up. I got it. I got it. I, I, I got it. Up, I, 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 I
Alright, I lift it, lift it over my head! Trotas! Oh, I, bro I broke my back, broke That's my back. That's all you did, you're holding it up by yourself! Dude, <laughs> That's dude, why my back dude, you're holding it up by yourself! I, yes! I'm going to die! Die. I got. I got. We'll put it down. We'll put it down. Uh, okay. Okay. Good. Whew. Listen. At thirty-two, you know that back doesn't last Dude, as much as it used to. Man. <laughs> so, so what? What got me is your your first person story game. So you like like the Telltale type games? Well, no, I'm more more into uh -huh. just like you know action adventure. Mass okay. Effect. I I just played this game called uh, Horizon okay. on, on PS4, which is oh, dude, it's, it's so incredible. Such a good game. Tomb Raider is one of my favorite. My all-time favorite game gotcha. is Bioshock Infinite. That's like the love of my life. All right. I um I those see I, what I like about the Telltale series of games like The Walking Dead and Back to the Future mm -hmm. and stuff like that is that the amount of commitment is so low key. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Two hours, like and, two hours for an episode. Yeah. Yeah, and that I love it, and I love that it's story driven, and it's like one of the reasons why, like Uncharted, I've played a little bit of, and like The Last of Us, I've played a little bit of, and because it's all very cinematic and very, um, I don't know, there's just something about it that like just it's so, it's like I'm watching a movie as I play, and it's it's just uh, the, when you have kids, the best way to play video yeah. games, honestly, because if if you get stuck in a choice, you can just kind of let it sit there for a second and then come back. It's not like you have to pause it, you just there man such it is it's an easy game to just hang out with I, I i made the mistake with telltale games and for me playing them as they're being released is the big mistake because you lose interest in between there's like months in between and you're like when's the next episode yeah. coming out and by the time there's so many of those titles that i didn't finish i got to the last episode and go and just like dude it's been too long i i i've lost interest so i decided to start waiting until the whole entire season is out and then i'll start watching it that way which I think is might be the best way to do it. Yeah, I, I agree. Because I, that was, especially with The Walking Dead, the, not because it's a better game than anything else, but um, it's it, that and Back to the Future and Jurassic Park were the, were the three series that I've played the, so far. And with The Walking Dead, at least with the Season 1 and Season 2 uh, games, that they were like, oh... You know, we got episode one released, episode two is going to release next month, and then, like, three months later, it finally came out. And I'm like, what the? Like, they were so far behind. Yeah, like, what, what, I don't and, remember what happened. I have no idea what happened. Yeah, so so I agree with you. Like, those games are good to, like, kind of, like, wait and sell their... their and, and, like, for me, now that, like, the new... Whatever the newest one is for Walking Dead that's out or in the process of releasing month to mm -hmm. month, it's like, oh, shit, well, now I need to kind of... It's been so long, I kind of want to go back and replay all like season one and season two to see what's going on just to kind of refresh my mind yeah yeah that's true i, I like that walking dead michonne because it was three episodes it was so easy to just play that and just sit down and i played the whole thing in one shot like four hours it was easy oh wow yeah i actually i i downloaded that probably about two or three months ago uh to my ps3 and i have yet to play it because like i downloaded it and then i think about a week later i bought my xbox one so my PS3 ended up in my what, what what I'm using as my little mock studio for when it's cold out. Mm -hmm. I know you don't know what that experience is because you're out west, but in Philadelphia we get snow. Oh, I was so my the air conditioner today. Let me just tell you something about cold, man. I had the air conditioner way low. Like I had the air conditioner set at like 70. It was freezing. And meanwhile, I, have, I was like, let me put my heat to like 73 today because <laughs> you're, you're trying to get to 70. I'm trying to bring it back to 70. <laughs> 
Uh, it's because my normal studio is out in my shed, uh, which is not heated. So it's just very cold right now out there. So like I sit up in here and, and I have my PS3 out in my, in my fake studio, but in the living room where the nice TV is, I have the Xbox one. So like, I haven't, I, I realized like when I, when I bought the Xbox, I, was like, I really made a mistake of buying, like continuing to buy these games on PlayStation 3. I think. I think I'm going to spend the money again on Xbox One versions of these games so I can play them on the nice TV. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I got the Xbox One. I got a PS4 Pro. I've got, you know, I got a gaming rig. So my, my PC, I've got a lot of games. I just, I go between all three of them just pretty fluently. I really want to switch. Kind of, I kind of want a Nintendo Switch. I just don't know because it's not a lie. I'll just be playing Zelda and then I have to wait yeah. eight years for something good to come out probably. Well, that's, so yeah, my buddy got the Switch. Um, I, I I don't have the PS4, and like I had the opportunity to make a decision because I I had an Xbox One that that actually broke while it was under warranty, so I got it repaired. And while um, I guess my my parents didn't know I got it back for you know when Christmas rolled around, and they actually got me the Xbox One S. And I was like, oh, crap, now I have two Xbox Ones. And they're like, well, let us know what you want to do. If you want to return it and, and get yourself a PS4, let us know. I'm like, all right, I'll, let me think about it. And, like, because I don't game that heavy anymore, I'm like, ah, getting a PS4 feels like it would be a waste. It, it might be, dude. I mean, there's only you're only, you're only going to do it for the exclusive. Since you have an Xbox One, it's yeah. like mostly everything's there. But, but, Kevin, <laughs> yeah. there's games like Horizon you're missing out on, which might be one of the be- better games I've played in a long time. There's a lot of other games. But, I mean, for the most part, you're getting all, all third-party titles are on both systems, yeah. and that's where, that's where the majority of the good stuff is. Yeah, and I mean, the, the at one point, like, the reason I bought a PS3 was for MLB The Show, going back to sports. Like, I was just a huge fan of the show, which is only on the PlayStation uh, console. And I played it for, like, two weeks before I moved on to something else. And I'm like, all right, well, like, PS4, I don't think the PS4 is that important right now. Like, and I'm talking to another friend of mine who uh, has a PS4 and an Xbox One. And I was talking about the games like Uncharted, like Uncharted, or yes. is it Uncharted even just? P- is that an exclusive to PlayStation? Yes. Hell yeah, it is, man. Yeah. That's Sony's okay, baby so, right there. Yeah. So I was talking about that one, and, and he's like, "Honestly, dude, like the way you play games, if you're just interested in watching that story, go to YouTube and just watch it as a movie, and you'll you'll be good. You'll know what happens." Yeah, yeah that's uh, that is tr- that's actually true. I played a. Uh, I've been kind of getting into the JRPG, so I've been playing. I played uh, Final Fantasy 13 recently, and I'm not used to the turn-based strategy. I kind of start getting sleepy when I'm doing turn-based combat, but I really mm-hmm. wanted to play because I played Final Fantasy 15 and I loved it. And I'm and I'm playing it and I'm skipping battles, so I'm not properly leveling up. So I finally get to bosses that I'm I spent two hours on and I couldn't beat it. So I was like, you know what? Screw this. <laughs> what I did. Is I went to YouTube and I watched all the cutscenes because there's a lot of story in Final Fantasy. I watched all the rest of the yes. rest of the game, in, the story on YouTube, which was like an hour and a half of of, of cutscenes. <laughs> I was past the middle part of the game and there's still an hour and a half of cutscenes. Man, that's I, I, that Final Fantasy. Now that's like my all time favorite series. Oh really, man? I, I'm uh, new to it. Final yeah. Fantasy 15 was my first one. Yeah, I um I, I think my first Final Fantasy I actually start I guess it was probably the the first one on regular Nintendo, um uh, but the, like the first one I really kind of like 
remember having a connection to is Final Fantasy uh, in the States. It was two, but it's actually Final Fantasy four um, on Super Nintendo. Uh, and then that was just like a, for me, it was a great game, great story. And then final fantasy six slash three in the States was, uh, is I think considered to this day still like the, the best story final fantasy has ever Which put one? out. I'm not final fantasy. Um, six is what it's called from now, you know, pretty much now uh, across the board. Oh, okay. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's the one where like you have, um, the world of ruin, the world of balance, uh, it's Super Nintendo one. I it's it's a I don't know I forget how long the game is, but it's one that I it's the one I played. I I think it's the only it's the second one that and Final Fantasy four are the only two Final Fantasies I've ever played start to finish. Um, prior I shouldn't say that. Uh, about ten years ago that was probably true, and then ten years ago I said. Uh, before I die, I'm going to sit down and play through every single Final Fantasy because this is like the series I love of video yeah, games. Yeah, you love it so much, um, you've, you haven't played them all, man. That's not love, yeah. dude. That's like having a girlfriend. You really, I mean, I love her, but every once in a while, I got to go I gotta go out and get some strange. Like, you know, like I love her, but I got to get some strange. So I'll come back to your world when I feel like it. Come on, man. You got to devote <laughs> to this chick man <laughs> that's uh, you know what the problem is especially now like i, I uh, with all this podcast and just you know in general like it's hard finding the balance of content uh generator yeah, yeah, yeah. and content like fan content customer almost <laughs> Uh, so that's, and, that, and that's been a problem for me since I've been podcasting for 10 years. Know, that's, uh, that's crazy, that's, man. 10 years. I've been listening to that. You've, you've done a lot of shows, dude. You're, you are, yeah. you are, yeah, dude, you're like, you are the pod father, dude. <laughs> I, I wish, I wish that was true. Like, uh, but there's, there are so many other people out there that have been doing it for 10 years and are still doing the same show that they started or a variation of it. Um, and I, I what I'm really kind of proud of is the fact that, um, I, I have been like a true fan of the medium for 10 yeah. years. Uh, or probably a little bit longer. Cause I, I started listening before doing it and like, it's it, despite like the level of quote unquote fame or lack of fame I have, which doesn't matter to me, you know, anymore. That was something that I cared about 10 years ago. I, I mean, it's something I cared of, I cared about probably as recent as about three years ago. Uh, and so I realized that I should be doing it for me, not for other people. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. If, if you're doing it for other people, you're just it. That's when it becomes work. You're like, I'm doing this. Yes. To- I'm doing this, this, and this to please you and you. Like, if, if, if you got a hundred comments in one day saying how, how ridiculous or stupid something was, then you should probably look at that and go, okay, this might not be working. But it's like, you might get that one asshole goes, oh, I didn't like the way you said this. And you're, all of a sudden, like, for a guy like me, I get in my own head like, oh, is it really that bad? Oh, is it really that bad, bad? Or, you know, I've had people jump on, you know, I'll put random videos. I record videos. So every once in a while, I'll throw some of my videos on YouTube. And every once in a while, you get a comment like, this is terrible. And I start thinking like, oh, was it that terrible? Blah, blah, blah. Am I terrible? Why am I doing this? I'm a fraud. And uh, <laughs> you just got to like, and then I, I, with this, okay, with Horribly Awkward, I, I've been like, I'm doing this for me. This is what I want to do. I want to, I want to do improv guests because it's fun and it might be awkward or weird for someone who just pops into podcast and hears this terrible acting because it's not terrible acting it's completely improv but to someone who doesn't know they don't know that that's why i start saying yeah. in the beginning like horribly awkward improv 
But before that, people just thought it probably said, this is a terrible skit. Like, how they didn't even think this one up. No, because we didn't. But I do. I, it's yeah. like, I'm doing this for me. I mean, as, as long as I'm having fun doing it, I'm going to keep keep going. But never, never, like, never just start doing shit for other people unless you're getting paid to do it. If you're getting paid to do it, yeah. if you're getting paid to do a side project, do exactly what they want to make that money. But other than that, man, yeah. you just got to yeah. do you. Kev, you got to do you, man. Yeah. And your podcast is you good. I'm you. digging it, dude. Yeah, uh, th- that is something that took me so long to learn is like to do it for me. Don't worry about because like after eight years, you're not making money off a podcast. And like you said, like all the notes you were taking for your, your gaming podcast and it started to feel like work. Yeah. Like that's what it was like. Not only was I like trying to find a way to make money off of it. Therefore, it became work. I was also prepping the show and had like. You know, whether it was the one show I was on or I was doing two or three shows at the same time, I trying to get the same people in the same room once a week became such a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, that it just, yeah, it just, you, it, I stopped doing it because it wasn't fun anymore. And this show, Everything is Awesome, finally kind of like reignited the love of podcasting that I had 10 years ago. Because, A, I don't have to rely on anyone else. I have to set up interviews. I would say that the workload is probably about the same. It's just different. I I spend a lot of time emailing people to be on the show or a lot of time prepping like, okay, let's see how many shows I have like ready to schedule. And let's see, Oh, I'm going on vacation this week. So I have to get this many in. Oh, the month of April is international. There's a international tabletop day in, in the month of April. So I kind of want to do, um, a, you know, bonus episodes of me playing like tabletop role-playing games with people and air them for five weeks in April. Oh, uh, you know, I want to put, I want to start doing my show live. So I have to put time into that. So all my, all my energies are just used differently. Yeah. Yeah. But because it's, it's, I'm doing it for me and because it doesn't feel like work, it's way more fun. It's way more satisfying, uh, especially creatively. And I think that's like the most important thing as a creative person. Like you need to make sure that that's fulfilled and then figure out a way to make money off of it. Mm. Um, and that, and I, so like I, the way I always look at it is like 10 years ago, I started the wrong way. I started doing a podcast, looking how to make money. Whereas really you start a podcast for the love of something. And then like you just build those foundation blocks and eventually things fall into place where you maybe not make money, but like something happens for you. And, and that's kind of what after, you know, within a year of me doing this show, those foundation blocks like formed and I was able to start doing live shows. And then I, you know, building off of that, I was able to like get, you know, uh, fuck cancer to, to help support a live show that we did in January. Um, and that was huge for me. Uh, so like all, all and I, we're hoping to do even something bigger for the next, uh, anniversary show we do next year in 2018. So like, it's just all those building blocks are finally paying off. I'm not making money at all, but like, they're paying off and I don't know if they're paying off how they're paying off. I don't know how to describe it. It just makes me happy and I'm still doing the show. And that's all you can really ask. Yeah, hey, I'm going to help you out here, Kev. All right. Cue your Patreon uh, ad right here. Ready? Ready? <laughs> and, like, Sorry, this is Kev. We're going to clean up house. Um, <laughs> Patreon. Ready? Go. <laughs> Inserted. <laughs> um, 
It's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, and, and that is something that, like, you know, I'm not good at marketing. That, I know I'm yeah, not good it's, at marketing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so much, it takes so much energy, man. I mean, you know, to have guests on, it's not only you connect with a guest, have them on, and it's done. It's more than that. It's like trying to connect with people, keeping your ears and eyes open for, for good fit, because you don't just want to have anybody on. You, you got to have somebody on that you can talk to, because I've... If it's like I said, if you come, if someone comes on and it's work and it's not really a conversation that's really working, yeah, I got to keep my ears open for people who like. Oh, well, this person want to do improv. Oh, I love to have that guest on, but would they do improv? If they don't do improv, mm. am I am I losing something? Would it be awkward to not do it one week? Yeah, you just yeah. got. It's so. It is a lot of work, man. It's exhausting. Yeah. But it's it's and I'll ask you like it, but the the exhausting work that you're doing for hor- horribly awkward it doesn't feel like work or is it just no, like not, sometimes not really yeah. not really not really every once in a while I get lazy and I'm like you know I didn't set anything up for this week you know I, I have a <laughs> I have a small pool of friends close friends a lot of podcasters mm. that I could probably hit them up and get them on but mm. r- right now I found this 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 way to clear up a little bit of stress and it does help is just, just stay one week ahead. So yeah, like record, record this podcast this week for next week's podcast. That way you have yeah. a little bit of uh, yeah. breather room in there in case something goes wrong. And, and that breather room is, is so important. Yeah. It's something that I, I, you know, when I started recording episodes for this show, um, I, I said, I, I, I'm, it's not this way anymore, but I said, I'm going to have at least four shows banked before I start releasing anything. That way I can just record one or two interviews a week and, and I'll always have four in the bank so that if I miss a week, it's not a big deal. And then I can make that up. And that's turned into like, I'm right now. I'm actually, I'm, I'm almost a month ahead because, uh, I, I, I'm getting ready. We're going to Disney and three weeks so I, I just want to make sure that i have everything ready so that even like the week after we're you know we're home from disney i don't have to worry about recording an interview as soon as i get back from disney yeah yeah for sure. so, so yeah so like that's been um th- so the buffer zone is huge i think you can have too much of a buffer and i think generally in you know a month out is too much um, because it keeps, you know, the conversation we're having now, it, it might not be, makes sense yeah, a month from someone's now. Someone's doing a, someone's doing a review on split. Yeah. I went and saw split this weekend. <laughs> it was awesome. Or someone's like talking about the Thanksgiving dinner. You're like, come on, come on. What, what, yeah. what is going on? Man? Welcome to the buffer zone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that is a zone that, so it is a zone that there is like a happy median for. And I, I, for me, I found that to be about two weeks. Um, you know, I, I like to have, I record and I try to release t- within two weeks of that. Um, sometimes I'll, I'll get an interview where I'm like, oh, that was just, there's something in there that like, oh, whether they're promoting something or whatever, uh, let me release it as a bonus episode. And that's something like, I actually have one that I was supposed to post on Friday as a bonus. As long as I post it by the end of Sunday, I'm good. But, um, it, so every now and then I have to post, you know, two episodes a week just because of whatever. It's just whatever's in my stupid head <laughs> that makes me say I have to post it Dude, twice I a gotta week. Say, I got to say, I, I absolutely love you, dude, because you are just like me. It's like we make these <laughs> these timelines and these these dates for no reason. Nobody gives a shit besides you and me. I don't know why. It's like I, mine is Sunday. Like I used to record on Sundays, and then I put it out that Sunday night. Right? This is before I started yeah. adding sound effects to the 
to the improv skit. Yeah. That that takes me like ninety minutes now just to edit just that yeah. section. So I can't, it's hard for me yeah. to do one Sunday, put it out Sunday. But it's like I had to have one out Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday. And and, and it's funny because nobody gives a shit, man. It's like you give a shit, I give a shit. But the listeners yeah. don't care. They'll get it. If it's a day late, they're not going to care. But to me and you, it's like, oh, God, I'm getting gray hairs. I'm, 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 I'm like, my whole body's tense. I'm like, I got to have one out. You're telling your fa- family, I can't go out to dinner. I got a podcast that has to be out tonight. Like, I, I can't go do this. And it's like, <laughs> it's funny because nobody cares besides us, no, man. No, no. Do, do you number your episodes or, or no? I, I forget. I, I do. I do number them. I just, okay. uh, I. I don't know. I find a little. For one, I find a little bit of pride in in a, a, yeah, a number, yeah. and also I like I like the guests to know. Like you're 82, so you, I'm not like so. When the next week comes out, it's not like I stuff somebody else's in front of yours. Like this one's more important. Let me put it in front of yours. I don't know how you do it, man, but I I feel like I let them know what episode they're gonna be on and when it's gonna be out. Yeah, I, for me, I don't necessarily. I try to like give a guesstimate of when I'm releasing it. I try not to give a, a sign a number to it. Like as I'm, as I'm hosting it, um, I do like, I, I probably have in my notebook. I probably have a number for, for what episode this is going to be. What number is it? Uh, what number is it, bro? Uh, I need to know right now. Six hundred. It's going to release in 10 years. That's sweet. <laughs> uh, it's the buffer zone. Man. The buff- welcome uh, to the buffer zone. We're in a much bigger buffer zone. So welcome <laughs> to the buffer zone. It's kind of echoey in here, Kev. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't, don't. Kevin. No. Kevin. No. And, and. Kevin. And. I don't know if I like this buffer zone. So, so. Um, for me, the numbers are like they're so important, and they shouldn't be. They again, it's one of those things that only matter to me and my dumb brain. But that, like in uh, November, my uncle passed away from cancer. I'm sorry to hear about that. I've heard you talk about that. Uh, Were you close to your uncle? Yeah, he was uh, more of like an older brother to me. Oh, uh, wow, dude, that's he was he was fifteen years older than me, or, or like fifteen and a half years more uh, older than me. So like, and he worked like he was just my cool uncle. Like when for a while, my family lived um, at the house that he lived at. It was uh, you know his mother's house, my mom's house, or my mom's grandma, or, mm, my mom's mom's I'm house. Confused, man. Uh, you said so many different things, man. But I'll roll yeah. with it. Let's go. We, 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 I lived with my uncle for a while, uh, you know, just, you know, for whatever reasons. And, um, so we were always close. Like he was just the cool uncle because we were close in age or close ish. He, um, he worked at blockbuster video when that was a oh, thing. Nice. You guys have to hook up on some rentals. Yeah. So like five free rentals, I think a week or something Damn. like that. And like, he, like he, we were able to rent like, and like, I think at the time, like I maybe had a super Nintendo and like. To get the Super Nintendo, uh, you know, the the rule was, well, I had to sell my regular Nintendo. That was what had to happen. I had to get rid of it. I had to trade it in or whatever uh, you did back in those yeah. days. So so I did that. But, like, we were able to rent the Sega from, from Blockbuster and, like, be, like, the first people on the block to, like, play Sonic. Oh, you or whatever. were pimping, man. You were big pimping on that block, <laughs> yeah. dude. It was, so so it was he was just the cool like my cool uncle and like as as i got older like we you know he just became like an older brother he's the guy who introduced me to kevin smith he introduced me to uh star wars he introduced me to everything that has kind of formed me as a person and and like it's so sad that i didn't realize that until really like 
the like we found out that it's you know it's he's got days left um and uh so yeah he was like a huge important person in my life uh and and that's why we worked with uh fuck cancer for our potiversary show we're actually uh i guess we'll it's I, it's nothing's official so it's not really spoiling anything, but like my dream, my goal is to do like he passed away in November. So to to do something like I, we, I actually talked to his his wife, my aunt today, and she was like, "You did something in January for fuck cancer, like in honor of your uncle, and you didn't tell me." I was like, "Well, like I mean, it was I don't, I'm sorry, <laughs> like it kind of like happened real quick. It, it was you know sorry." Um, and she's like, "So why not November?" I'm like, "Well, so." My goal is to like do something uh, very low, not low key, but very easy with fuck cancer, like to do like a 24 hour streaming event of podcasting uh, in November. So, you know, look for that super friends that might happen uh and then of course i'm hoping to get them involved for our potiversary show again uh in um in january 2018 but that's all future stuff future kev has to worry about that fuck that guy yeah Yeah, kevin kevin smith i mean your uncle left you with some some beautiful stuff dude he brought you into now you love kevin smith so as long as you continue yeah. liking Kevin Smith, it's like a little part of your uncle always gets carried with yeah. you, man. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. That's that's I've never been that close to really many people in my family. My cousin Chris, maybe, but uncles and aunts. I'm I'm not like I've never been like close. I don't really know how that feels, dude. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and, and it's and it's not because like every time, even like I'm like and before he was diagnosed with cancer. Um, was when uh, I think I think Force Awakens came out. Yeah, Force Awakens came out like a month or two before he was diagnosed, and like even so, so even before he was sick, like I, we sat, I sat down and watched Force Awakens in the theater. Uh, I didn't, I didn't go. With, he he lived, you know, uh, an hour and a half away from me, so we didn't see each other as often as I would like. His, his son is about the same age as my son, a little bit older, so like we were real, like so so we just had a lot in common as well. Um, and so when, but when I sat down to watch Force Awakens, like I, the first thing I thought of was the first time I watched Star Wars and that was with my uncle. And that's something that's huge for me. That's something that means a lot that, that even whether it doesn't mean that, that, my connection to Star Wars and my uncle isn't just because he was sick and that he's passed away. Like before that, before that happened, it still meant something to me because I sat down and watched a movie and I was like, God damn. I remember sitting down and watching the first one with my uncle and that goddamn Tusken Raider popped up and scared the shit out of me <laughs> as a little seven year old kid. And like, that's that memory always, always, always pops up in my head. And it's the mom, the memory I tell everyone about when I, when I talk about my uncle, you know, before, like my fiance, like, that, like when, when we were at the funeral, uh, and, and we, we, uh, his wife wanted wanted people to like fill out a little story on a note card, um, so that their son has something to read about his dad when when he gets older. And um, you know, I I wrote the same story that I just said about Star Wars and 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 something and something about you know the other big story is Bugs Bunny birthday blowout. Um, that was a game when when I was you know I don't know five years old, four yeah, or five years old. That, that came sound out. familiar for the regular Nintendo. And it was a game that, that I don't know if he bought it or, or what, or I forget the, the, the circumstances, but like we sat down and we played it and it was before the save feature was the thing. Oh, <laughs> and, saving. oh, I totally, this is the Mario ripoff. I totally remember this. 
Yeah, and and we, uh, it was exactly a Mario ripoff, a hundred percent. Mario, Mario. And- Come on, man. He never says that. Whoa, it's me, Mario. No, it doesn't say Mario. Come on. Come on, Kev. I'm going to teach you something. Mario. Whatever. You can't move on Whatever. until you get the right word. Say, Mar- say Mario. Mario. We can move on. <laughs> um, so, uh, and he, like, we ended up pausing it because it was, like, my bedtime. And he spent the night at, uh, I think we were living in an apartment at the time. He spent the night at, at our apartment. And uh, I woke up the next morning and he said, I finally beat it. I finally, I stayed up all night and I, fu- I finally beat it. And it's just like those little stories that that I've told so many, to so many different people on so many different occasions that, that just mean the world to me. Um, and so, you know, go support Fuck Cancer, uh, letsfcancer.com. Go donate them some money and whatnot. Are you saying, are you so, saying uh, Fuck Cancer? Yeah, okay, yeah. awesome. You say it so fast. I yeah. didn't know if you were saying fought cancer or fuck cancer. I was like, either way, like, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck cancer. Um, such a great little organization. Um, I, I, I came across them probably like two or three years ago because Stephen Amell, who um, the Arrow uh, on, on the Arrow show uh, for on CW, he, uh, he, he was like an ambassador or is an ambassador for them. He's also like on their board of directors or, or something. And, um, he was like promoting like t-shirts and stuff. And I was like, Oh, this is like, who can't get behind something that's like fuck cancer. And, uh, and my uncle is very much that person, like very loose with the language. Like, uh, you know, there's plenty of pictures that I have in like a dopey little photo album from when I was a kid of pictures that I took as a kid of that. I would take a picture of my uncle and he's flipping me the bird and like, you know, it's just very like, you know, again, I always think of this show as being explicit because I, th- I thought we cursed a lot and, and my, and I do curse a lot in, 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 or at least I think I do. I curse a lot in the real world. And that comes from my uncle. And that's just, so like, so when he was diagnosed, the first, one of the first things I thought of was, was fuck cancer because it's just, um, it's, it's very much my uncle, I think. And, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, so, so I, so they've been like a, like a huge part of my life for the last year, year and a half now. And, um, they were so cool. Like last minute I emailed them about being part of our live anniversary show that we held in, uh, January where we had four other podcasts join us. So there was five podcasts doing a live show, a live version of their show, uh, at a bar in Philly. And, um, they supplied us with a bunch of swag to give out and whatnot. And, um, we're hoping to, to, do something bigger for January of 2018. Uh, they've just been really cool. They're such a great organization. Uh, I know every every cancer organization is probably great, um, but if you don't have one, Dude, I mean, there there are organizations that really like they take donations and they get like such a big amount out of it. It's kind of shitty, man. There, there are those, but I mean, it's all for the same cause, right? As long as it's getting awareness yeah. that. This and this. Yeah. I mean, you never, you never think cancer is gonna be a thing until you have to deal with it, fa- like head on. And it's, it yeah. sucks, man. I mean, my my cousin yeah. when he was young, when he was like, I want to say seven, eight, he had leukemia and he almost died, man. He had like stage four leukemia, uh. and through the grace of God or whatever you call God or whatever was looking out after him, he actually beat it at a young age. I mean, it was it was nice. such a crazy thing. I mean, he was. He was uh man. It made him so angry, and and the medications it 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 just made him go crazy. But yeah. he fought that, and he he's um, you know he's he's a full grown adult now, and he's 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 he actually is he, you know, like 
bless him, man. I mean, it's it's so awesome. Yeah. It, it's just like no. cancer. What? Why? Why? Yeah. Yeah, it is such a Ryan Reynolds said it perfectly. It's a cowardly fucking disease. He also he also showed us how to test our testicles for uh for cancer and, and whatnot and some <laughs> yeah. promos for Deadpool, so that is accurate. That's a hundred percent accurate. Uh, and and that, you know that was something that was kind of like you know I guess like the 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 hidden message of Deadpool is actually kind of really great. Where it's like just because you have cancer doesn't mean you can't be a hero. You know, it's it, it, there's like that little hidden message that I don't think anyone really thinks of, but like I thought of it when I watched that movie. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's really cool. And, um, uh, yeah, anyway, let's, uh, we've gone on a really serious, kind of a serious subject right yeah, there. Yeah, dude, like, seriously, uh, man, listening to you talk or talking to you is like, it's like taking the bus one morning and there's that meth head who's been up all night and he's on the bus and he's like, and, uh, and, and you let him know you make eye contact on accident, right? He's just, you make eye contact, you're fucked. He's gonna talking to you. It's like Kevin talking in a bus, and you're like, every once in a while, you try, you try to get a couple words in there, but it's like, it's like rapid fire. You're like beating the drums. It's like, man, Machine Gun Kev, woo! It's awesome, dude. I love it, dude. I'm usually like, I'm usually in your position where I gotta keep doing it. So this is kind of awesome, dude. I'm enjoying it. I'm actually enjoying it. Like 51 minutes. We had 51 minutes right now. Like. Yeah, yeah, it is amazing how time uh, flies doing these interviews. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, uh, gotta love podcasting, man. It's such a the, the, the shitty thing about podcasting is there is so many people doing podcasts, and I have to admit, a lot of them are not good. But there's a, such a saturation of stuff. There is some really good podcasts. I know so many yeah. people with some good podcasts. They put time into editing. They have good guests. They have good conversations. They're fucking funny. But they don't get the numbers they deserve because it's so saturated. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's, there are two mindsets of, of that saturation. And I can definitely see that, like, where it's like, oh, God, there's just so many. Um, but I, I also like to promote, like, hey, you should do a podcast. Like, everyone should be doing a podcast because, and this is a really Kevin Smith mentality way of thinking. Yeah. yeah. He probably thinks that way because, like, it doesn't matter how many people do a podcast. He's still going to get millions of people listening to yeah, him because he's, he's one of the top dogs. He's fucking Kevin Smith. He's <laughs> yeah. got, he's got, Got Smodcast. He's got Jay and Silent and Bob Gittle. Yeah. He's got he's got all these. I mean, at one point he had like so many podcasts I was listening to every week, and I actually I I actually got kind of sick of it because I was listening to so many that I haven't listened to yeah. any in a while. But he is like he's the one of the king. Like Hollywood, uh, what's it? Hollywood Babylon. Like that's a fucking yeah. fun show, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and his I used to listen to every show on his network religiously. Uh, yeah, and- I did too at one point. And it was a combination of too much um, and just finding other content out there. Like, doing this show introduced me to a podcasting community I didn't know existed. Yeah, true, true. Like, you become friends with them. So you're like, I, I want to listen yeah. to this person's podcast because I know him. So when he talks, yeah. I connect with that person. I know what he's saying. Later on, I can actually hit him up and say, dude, this was cool on the podcast. Or, oh, I'm sorry to hear about that. I mean, I know you. This is cool. We're like... This is like a personal diary, man. This is my friend's diary yeah. book that I'm getting to open up and just go, page three, oh, look what Rob was doing. Rob was yep. what? Rob was doing what? Like, me, I, I, I don't have, 
very many boundaries. So I, I, I talk, I say a lot of things that are kind of weird in a podcast. I reveal stuff. I don't really care what people think about me. You know, if I bring up old stuff uh, in my life, I've done a lot of stupid shit and I'll bring it up because that's me, man. Get to know me. If you don't want to know me, then go to the next podcast. Cause that's what you're going to get. Hey there, super friends. It's Kev. I'm just gonna interrupt this show for a minute or two so I can do some housekeeping. If you want to help support this show, you can do it in several different ways. One of those ways, I'll read your name on air right here. Not not just your name, but your whole review uh, by leaving a five-star review uh, or any review, really. I'll read all of them, but hopefully you're kind enough to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Just go to the, our iTunes page, subscribe to the page. That way you don't miss an episode. And of course, leave that five-star text review. iTunes math does a lot of good things that make more people listen to the show and that means more cool things happen to Everything is Awesome. Another way that you can support is word-of-mouth recommendations. Just tell friends to listen to Everything is Awesome. Put it on when you're carpooling together on your way to work or on your way to Comic-Con or whatever. And the final way, this one may cost you a little bit of money, uh, but that's okay. If you go to patreon.com slash that entertains, the other, uh, the other ways you help support us are just as good, free for nothing, help us. But this one, if you pledge some money to us, we'll give you some more stuff in return. You know, we... And by we, I mean Jason Ashley from Too Cool for Tabletop and I. We like to have, say $12 a year, bro. $1 a month uh, is really nothing to you. You skip anything for one day, and that's more than a dollar. Uh, and that helps make uh, our dreams come true, really, if I'm going to be honest. That's entertainment, uh, which is what funds this podcast, is running a Patreon, patreon.com slash that entertains. And I mean, really, honestly, if we could hit $25 a month of support, that would be wonderful. It means bills are covered for us, and that's really all I want at the end of the day. And everything else is just icing on the cake, it means we get to do more upgrades, it means we get to create more content, and a lot of the stuff that we want to do is at least early access for you guys that pledge to us on patreon.com slash that entertains, or we'll even do some exclusive content. We're working on some things, um, now that we're thinking of for exclusive content that we'll do randomly throughout the year and whatnot. So again, if you want to help support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash that entertains. Not just supporting this podcast, but you're supporting that's entertainment, which means that even more content besides this podcast will come at you. We're talking skits, sketches, web series, movies, a whole ton of content that we have that we want to do that will eventually get done anyway, but with your help, we can get it done sooner. If you don't want to spend any cash, I completely get it. I understand it. iTunes reviews help us tremendously, as well as word of mouth recommendations. Finally, you can also go to um, the contact page on awesomepodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. We're going to start sending out weekly reminders of the things that we've posted throughout the week, as well as spotlights on the guests that we've had on our podcasts. Um, and we're also going to be sending out reminders or notifications about new things that we're working on, events that we're going to be doing and whatnot. So uh, just another place to get some more detailed information. We're going to try to make it unique enough for you so that it's worth us invading your inbox. This has been more than a minute or two. So let's get back to the conversation. Before we actually like, kick back into the interview, I used to use Skype exclusively for these remote interviews, and I did it one of two ways. There's this program that I use called, I think, Call Recorder or some bullshit that record, recorded both sides of the conversation, uh-huh. but it recorded it through my internet connection and then combined it into one file. 
and whatever program I was using at some point, it started this audio drift thing where people were answering my question before I asked it. It was super trippy. And it made me have, I had four, this is back in the beginning when I had four episodes in the bank and I listened to all four episodes I had recorded. I was like, mother, they're all fucking ruined. After 20 minutes, the audio drift just like fucked it all up. Oh shit. Yeah. I I record with OBS and I I record the video and then I, you know, I'm getting, so I'm just capturing it live and then Mm -hmm. I convert that to audio. Gotcha. Yeah, that is, so, so there's. I'm kicking around. So, so there's certain guests where I can't use Zencaster for whatever reason. Like they just, they don't understand it. And I, and I get it. It's not like I, I for podcasters, I usually send it because like, you're going to figure it out. Like you do a podcast. Yeah. I, I have, I have faith in you. Um, oh, but yeah, faith in me. Cool. <laughs> yes. Uh, but there's other people like I have, like there's a couple actor friends that, that, I, that I know out West uh, out in LA that like, they're just like, yeah, we're just going to use our Skype on our phone. So I'm like, fuck. So that setup is like, I have to go out into my shed because I use, I, I like have this interface where I just patch this computer with Skype into my mixer. And then I have another computer, a desktop computer that records the whole thing. Um, what I, I don't like that because as of now, the setup I have records everything is one track so i can't really like master that mm, whereas that mine does mine record, i record everything one track i just make sure the levels are the same and then i uh level it yeah yeah and and i i can do that for the most part I, and that's usually what i do and it usually turns out okay but every now and then i get a little loud every now and then my guest gets a little loud and it's yeah, like, yeah. God, <laughs> god damn it like is i get this... loud all of a sudden like why are you whispering i'm not whispering <laughs> And with this, like I can, I can post produce. Uh, there's a like a post production feature that will automatically post produce it for me. And every now and then I do that, but ultimately, like I just like taking the individual tracks and I'll just do a quick post production and matching the, the ma- matching the clip volumes myself through uh, Audition and whatnot. Yeah, you, you sound so, fancy, bro. You got a, I got a post producer. What's up? Yeah, I got I, a my, post producer. I am. I'm. I'm fancy. After ten years, I should have a little bit of fancy terminology. Uh, it's it's, uh, weird because now that I'm like doing the live shows as well, um, the, uh, the, the one that I'm putting on is March 26th. I'm not, I didn't, I, I feel bad getting sponsors to like do our sound every time when it's like, Hey, I'm only having two shows. It's going to be a two hour event. So like for the first time I have to supply everything to do the sound. I'm like, fuck, this is completely different than like just recording. Like I have to project to a live audience. How the fuck do I do that? Yeah. How do you, I mean, <laughs> not, not technically, but how do you do that? man? I, mean, I couldn't imagine still dude, getting in front of people. Nope. Nope. I'm good. Oh, uh, Oh God. And, and ma- I love doing a live podcast and like, well, maybe some of this will make it to the actual recording. That no, we it will. This is back in. We are yeah, back. We're back. we're back. We're back. Welcome back. Um, so yeah, doing a live interview, live podcast is uh, so much fun. I imagine, uh, dude, that sounds like it's fun. It's, and I mean, not for nothing. Your show is built to do a live thing. Uh, you know, with your improv and let's, uh, I, I, I don't know, man, do improv live. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> 
Well, so so let's. I, this is where, as I said before, I wanted to get into like the interview before we. Oh, yeah. before All right. We go. So so your podcast, horribly awkward, is part interview, part improv, part all fun, not just part all fun. What so what um. What got you into podcasting? Like, where's your podcasting origin point? And does improv have anything to do with that? Like, where does improv come into play as well? Oh, wow. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me look through my drawer. Hold on. I need to get my serious mask. Hold on. <laughs> hold on a second. I, I, I usually, I don't really take it out that often. I don't get serious. Hold on. Oh, here it is. Here's my serious mask. I put on, does it sound weird when I have my serious mask on? I mean, you sound a little bany, but yeah. yeah. It doesn't have a, uh, it doesn't have a, it doesn't have a hole for the mouth. Besides, huh? So let's talk like this then. <laughs> if you want to talk like Bane for the rest of the interview, what's the time I had? I had a thought that I'd be a famous podcaster. <laughs> I can't breathe that thing on. <laughs> I don't, I, like, I, I don't like my serious mask, man. That's why I don't wear it. There's no way Tom Hardy could breathe effectively while being Bane at yeah, all. But, it's all. but he's getting paid like millions to do yeah. it, so it doesn't matter. I'm exactly. <laughs> so podcasting for me came from just driving around, driving a street sweeper, working at night, trying to listen to the radio, and I'm like, fuck commercials. I can't stand commercials. So I look for ways to to find entertainment outside of that where I didn't have to listen to commercials and I found podcasts so I found I was listening to Loveline I don't know if you've ever heard of Loveline with like MTV Loveline yeah but it used to be also a radio show here in LA oh yeah 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 you're right you're right yeah, yeah with yeah, like yeah. Uh, it, like Dr. Drew and this other guy yeah. uh, Cycle Mike which took over Adam Carolla's place so okay. I was listening to those and I needed I needed to find more stuff. So I found the Joe Rogan podcast, which till, till today I still listen to a lot of episodes, not all of them because he puts out six 3-hour podcasts a week. Holy crap. Well, not really. He does put out at least like 3 a week and they're always like 3 hours or more. Oh wow. So I, I started list, yeah, it was just like I listening to podcasts and eventually, you know, there's a long way to get to this. I'll try to be quick. Okay, so listen to podcasts. Love podcasts. I started listening to 10 hours a night. And I still listen to 10 to 11 hours of podcasts every single night. Um, and then I, I, I fell in this deep slump and I became depressed and, and, and I hated life. Life sucked. Life sucked. I met other friends through another podcast in their Facebook community. We all got together. We're playing video games. Shooting. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Hey, we can do a podcast. What? You think we can do a podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grenade out. Grenade out. Grenade out. You, you want to try it? Wait, wait. Pause the game. Oh, yeah. We'll pause the game. That was, that was a little... Yeah, yeah. You want to do a podcast? Oh, dude. Yeah, I think we can do a podcast. So it's kind of like that, man. It's more like we just decided to do a podcast. The Horrible Gamers was spawned. There were six hosts. Oh, whoa. Six hosts. Holy we all got crap. on Skype. We didn't know that anything. We didn't know anything about recording podcasts. We had no intro music, no outro music. We just started talking. It was talking over each other. We were nervous. We sounded like little kids at school for the first time meeting a group of kids we did not know. That's what we sounded like, right? And then we did that. We did that for so long, man. And then slowly, like, this host couldn't do it no more. This host couldn't do it more. One of our hosts was in New Zealand, so it was a completely different day when he was recording. <laughs> um, we got to it was it was a lot of work, dude. I got to the point where we all kind of like start slipping away. But the horrible gamers is still going, and my buddy Jesus still hosts it, and he has new hosts, and those they were all friends. But I, I I started the horribly awkward in in there, and I started falling in love with that. The very first episode of horribly awkward. If anyone goes and listens to my first episode, it's actually a horrible gamers episode that was a bonus thing. And in the middle of it, 
I kind of decided to make it a horribly awkward episode, so there's no improv. Um, and at that point, everything was kind of spawned. And I was like, I, I, I know how to record, I know how to edit, I know how to talk. I'm finally, I have a lot of social anxiety, so I get really scared, man. I mean, till this day, the moment before I get on Skype with somebody I don't know, I get real nervous, man. Uh, <laughs> including getting you on, man. I get, I get a little nervous. I get a little, uh, I do, I always get nervous. Me. And, um, yeah, I mean, just the horribly, horribly awkward respond. And for, so the very first episode, which is episode two, I started off and I was like, okay, everyone's doing interviews. I don't really want to do interviews. I'm kind of like you. I just want to talk and see what comes out. I don't want to yeah. have a structure. I don't want to have questions that I'm supposed to ask. I don't want these phony, fake, robotic answers. I just want to be me. I want to be loud. I want to be quiet. I want to help you pick up big-ass words for no freaking reason. I want to pretend like I'm shooting video games. Like... That's me, man. I'm all over the place. That's what you get. So horribly awkward. <laughs> Nine minutes later, okay, horribly awkward. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like I, I, the improv thing is, is something I, I feel is a lot of people like improv podcasts. A lot of people don't. So I only give them four to five minutes roughly yeah. every episode. So if they don't like the improv, they can skip through it if they want. But, I mean, I say stay there because, I mean, I take a lot of time editing that part. And that's like where the most fun comes into is editing and I don't edit things out. I only edit things in. So if everyone thinks that, oh, he's just editing out the crappy stuff so it sounds good. No, I leave all the met mistakes in there. I just edit in sound effects to make it sound kind of like a movie. Yeah, yeah. So so does so improv, like, did, did you have any interest in it besides, like, the podcast? Like, did you, like, as a kid or as a, as a teenager or an adult, like, say, I want to do improv? Or did this just come from being your wacky self hold on hold on a sec kev my assistants are uh because I, I got really sweaty and excited doing that they're, they're dabbing me with cotton balls hold on a second get all the sweat off yeah right here there's a little sweat right here on my neck yeah thank you thank you thank you rachel thank you um what, what was your question uh, so, so where did improv how where did that come from like where's your interest is that um, because of the podcast or like did you take improv courses or anything like that uh, I forgot how I how I stumbled across a podcast called Comedy Bang Bang. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I, oddly enough, don't listen to it because it's on my list to listen to. I just haven't listened to it yet. So his, I don't know how I stumbled across that podcast, but I really fell in love with that. I found it one day, and I just started I started binge listening it to it for like a week. I listened to so many episodes, like this the the host Scott Ackerman. He's just a host. He's just a regular host. He does regular things. But then he has other guests who may be an actor or a musician. And then they'll have characters that come in, reoccurring other actors. They never break the fourth wall and, and say who they are. They just they follow through with that character the entire thing. So it's this, it's this combination of, of hosting and interviews and improv all at the same time. I really, really liked it. And I was like, I kind of want to do some stuff like this. I want to have fun. I, I want people to listen to my podcast to have fun with me rather than just feel like they're listening for something. I just want them to... To go along with the ride because you're not going to know what to hear, man. And yeah. and then, I mean, for, after I started my podcast and I was like, I really, I'm digging this improv thing, man. It's, it's I, I don't want to get really good at it because a lot of the people who come on don't do improv. So I, if I'm like so good, it'll just make them feel bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'd rather just be an amateur at it. But then I started listening to another podcast called Improv for Humans, which is which is improv skits, and they're really good, man. I'm, I'm just, I love, I love it, man. It's on the fly comedy, which I feel is, is cool because my brain is so random. I like hearing things that are so random. 
Yeah, it's so I asked because like I would say within the last like five to ten years, I got like a huge interest in improv to the point where I was actually if you listen to my interview with James D'Amato, uh, we, we talk about that because he, he's a you know, he's an improv. He's improv trained and whatnot. And he used that that tool set to kind of create something with the one shot podcast network. And um, I, I uh, I'm hoping that to actually finally this summer take a take an improv course because it's for me like I don't think I'm the funniest dude in the world but I can be funny and I want to like you know there was a decision that like a, a couple years ago I was like do I try to do stand up like some of my other buddies that are doing like you know I can make an ass out of myself for five minutes and not care <laughs> or do I do something that's like a little less pressure and like my my other buddy has an interest in improv and learning it. And do we go and take some courses? And like my, my, the big thing I love about improv is that typically you're not up there by yourself. So it's a lot like doing a podcast live. Like I, you know, shocker, my live podcast, the only prep work I do is booking my guests. I, I don't, I don't prep for an interview and and my live shows are it's i dub them everything is awesome late night and i do like a late night spin um where it's awesome late night with kevin (laughs) your host kevin and to the point where i had like my co-host is like my andy richter or my um oh god fuck how am i having this brain fart jimmy fallon's dude uh steve Steve, uh, whatever his name is, but like, so like we intro the show, like the music, it's a different, it's a different version of my theme song plays and it's him saying live from wherever it's, everything is awesome. And everything is awesome. And he does his, he does his, his bit. Um, and, and, uh, you know, we do a little monologue and whatnot, but like, I don't do any prep. So it's all, it's a little, like it's improv. I mean, but it's not like typical, like improv, improv, like sketch comedy, improv. Yeah. Yeah. It's just improv in the sense that like, I'm going up there and we're going to talk, we're going to tell some, like, we like have general ideas of what we're going to joke about, but we don't, we, for the Philadelphia podcast fest, the first live show I ever did with everything is awesome. We wrote jokes and it was awful. It was the worst first twenty minutes of a podcast ever. So I can't I learned... stand it, man. I can't stand the heat, dude. It's like I, I couldn't be a stand-up comedian or do live shows because I feel like if I bomb in person, I'm gonna take that home with me and just hold on to it forever. I bombed this one time and it didn't hit. It did. I didn't get laughs. I didn't chuckle. They just looked at me with disappointment, man. I'll tell you what, though. I think that the podcasting audience, I think, is very forgiving, especially if it's like I'm seeing a bunch of amateur podcasts. Like when when we have an audience at the Philadelphia Podcast Festival, they're not seeing one mainstream podcast. Hopefully this year, we're, we're, for the fifth year, we're hoping to book someone that's a little bit more mainstream. I say we because like unofficially, I'm part of like I'm, I'm a part of the I don't know what you call them, committee, committee, the board. I I like to call myself the director of awesome for the Philadelphia Podcast. Director of, welcome to the stage, <laughs> the director of awesome, Kevin, Kevin, come on down. And it's one of those things that are going to get added to the intro for my future live shows now, because I was on, this was like the big highlight for going back to my January show uh, that turned into like something special because we had fuck cancer involved. I was on a local radio station on 95.7 Ben FM. What? did an interview with them, uh, which was weird because I had to talk about fuck cancer without saying the word fuck. Yep. Leave it out. Cancer. Cancer. I think you said a a camp cancer. You know, it's got to leave that UCK out. Just cancer. 
<laughs> so everybody uh, who's listening, cancer. <laughs> but that was like so cool. Like that was I went into the studio and like sat down with the morning host and uh she was like, Yeah, so this is what we're gonna do. I'm like, Can I and we started it? I was like, before we talk about anything, I was like, I was gonna tell you this off air, but I have to tell you on air, this is a dream come true. Me sitting in a real life radio station. Um because like for, that's how podcasting started for me. Yeah, is, yeah. Skip skip to sixteen minutes later. Uh <laughs> Kevin, can we start the interview? You just gave me a whole rundown of your entire life. I mean, can we can we start the interview? I mean, we've been here for for almost seventeen minutes, according to my watch. I mean, the the podcast, the the because the, what they do is they air it on uh, they air it on Saturday mornings, and then it's also a podcast. Like this is only supposed to be forty minutes long, and we have two guests. And you get to your point, you're having a show. Yeah, you, the pressure, the pressure, asshole. Um, but yeah, so uh, I don't know how we got on this tangent. Live shows, I think. Uh, I think the pressure is very low key because I am not, uh, I'm not an actor. I'm not a comedian. I'm not an improver. I am literally quite literally someone who just knows how to talk for a real long time. Yeah. Uh, It's cool, man. It's, it's, uh, you're good at it. You're talking. You're very good at talking for a long time. You have a you have a promising career in the yeah. podcast sphere, man. Yeah. I, I, once I can find a way to make money off of it, I'm golden. Yeah. You can but, you can do solo podcasts. I mean, you can do an hour of material oh just God. by yourself, dude. I, I mean, and I have. I, I do. Have. I do. I, oh, I, yeah. I do like. Every once in a while, if something happens, I'll do like a little two-minute monologue before the podcast, and I'll record that 18 times because I cannot do it. I get so, it's, not, it's not natural for me just to talk out loud to myself. I just keep, I do it over and over and over. I, I ironically, when I sit down to do every now and then the show has pre intros or I do like a little commercial or whatever, those things that I record that are supposed to be two minutes that usually end up being five minutes. Shocker. Uh, those things usually end up me. Uh, taking me an hour to record because I will stumble over words and whatnot. And, and, yeah. and they, they become, those are a little bit more important to me. So I'll usually end up like re-recording them or editing them or whatnot. Whereas, and these are some of my favorite episodes that I've done is uh, I've done two episodes where I interviewed Batman shocker. I'm Batman. So I I'm literally, Batman. so I, <laughs> that was the, that was the obvious joke that I did not go for. Uh, but like I sit in a car at my lunch hour and sit and talk to myself as Batman for 45 minutes to an hour doing an interview. I did that twice. I also, uh, episode 37 of this podcast was a Kevin Smith centric podcast. Yeah, uh, buddy. So I sat down, I, you know, the goal was to get Kevin Smith on the show. Obviously I failed at that. Uh, you know, it's hopefully what happens in the future, but for episode 37, I wanted it to be a Kevin Smith episode, whether we had Kevin Smith on the show or not. And, um, and so I sat around talking about Kevin Smith and what he meant to me. And it was right. I think at the time, I think this, was, I think episode 37 was before my uncle passed. So like, it was also kind of like centric about my uncle. And then, uh, around, I think, uh, going back to the whole fact that numbers play an important role for me in this podcast um the month of november when my my uncle passed away the beginning of the month i didn't i didn't record i didn't post i had a bunch of podcasts that i could post i just didn't do it like i was just in a funk for a month or two yeah i get that dude and the yeah so the week leading up to christmas we i i it was so important for me to make sure that our one year anniversary episode was episode number 53 um the, the which would be the first episode of the new year 
it, it was, I, I made sure I released, I think, I think seven episodes, uh, the week or six episodes, the week leading up to Christmas, uh, just so that my numbers matched up. So like right now, whatever episode will number like, uh, episode 600. So in, in, in 2027, uh, when this episode airs, you know, it will line up with whatever number, you know, it's going to be episode 600. Uh, cause it's such an important thing for me, uh, to, to have, I don't know. It's just that dopey thing. Anyway. Um, so, so do your show live. I think, uh, Dude, I'm in Fresno, California. There's no, I don't, no, there's nothing cracking over here. If I go to LA, man, but that's like three hours away. I was like, you want me to drive three hours? I'll fall asleep. <laughs> I got sleep apnea. I don't want to die. You want me to die, Kev? Is this the easy way for you to just admit that you want me to die, Kev? It's an easy way for me to say that podcasting is more important than your life. Okay, I, I totally agree on that. We, we agree on something. So, no, but you know what? I would never. And I'll tell. I I feel that kind of same uh, feeling you have because. I have yet to book. I don't live in Philly. I I always say I'm from Philly. Shocker, I'm not. I'm from the Ooh, suburbs. You're a liar. You're a liar. I am from Levittown, Pennsylvania. You're I am not from Philadelphia. So, uh, you know, for me to go do a show down in the city, usually if I want to drive, it's about a 45-minute drive. So you're talking an hour and a half round trip. If I want to take the train, it's usually a two-hour round trip plus an Uber ride to the venue. Uh, and um, I, I, the, the goal is to do a live show locally one day where I'm doing a show in one of the – in Falls Township or in Bristol Township, in, in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I would love to do a live show. But the fear of no one showing up in Philadelphia I know I does know. not exist. Does not exist for me. But the fear of someone or of no one showing up in literally the town I live where people know me, like that fear is huge. And I haven't gotten over that fear yet. Uh, because I've done a show where no one showed up in Philadelphia and I didn't care because whatever, you know, we were, we were also broadcasting it live through uh, Facebook. So like, you know, I was doing it to a audience. Um, but I don't have that fear in Philly because who cares? I'm having fun. I'm going to have fun regardless if people are there or not. My jokes, my, my improv, my jokes may differ a little bit. But other than that, like, I'm still going to sit down and talk to my guests and have a good time. Yeah, that's uh, all that matters, dude. That's all yeah. that matters. I mean, imagine, like, a lot of people get discouraged by podcasts because they don't have a thousand listeners on the first episode. I mean, if you have ten listeners, imagine you s- s- sitting in a park with a friend. You guys are talking, and you got a crowd of ten people making a circle around you, listening to you as you talk. They don't say a word. They don't interrupt. They just enjoy what you're saying. That is accomplishment. Yes, that is. And I, when we did our first podcast uh, live, I, I want to say that you know my expectation was zero people to be there. No, that's not true. My expectation was one, two, three people to be there. My fiance, my co-host's wife, and uh, my fiance's friend who came with her. That was my expectation, and I. I thought we, there was only like 10 or 15 people there. I had someone who came in uh, just after the first, the, the, the worst 20 minutes of anyone's life, which was my monologue. Uh, and they said, and, and, and they ended up being a guest because they were a fellow podcaster. And they said that there was like, it was a full house. There was like 25 to 30 people crammed into this back room of a bar. And I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Like that, like, I mean, quote unquote, sold out the place. Um, and, uh, 
and, and that was great. And I've also done a show literally in front of one person. Uh, there was, it was a, a, my guest wife was there uh, and that was it. And I did that show and, and it was still a good time. We still had fun with it. We found a way to have fun because at the end of the day, even when you're doing a live podcast, you're still producing content for a podcast audience. They're going to listen to it on your feed. Um, so, like, who cares if people show up or not is my opinion. And, like, I can see where, like, in Fresno, you may not want to do it. But, like, if you made the trip up to L.A. Yeah. Without without dying, maybe you can. But maybe. I, I, might, I might end up dead over there. Aren't you, I'll be there. Like, you guys can if, – if, I mean, if you'll fly to California and you will, like, weaken at Bernie's me – <laughs> we'll totally do it, dude. I, you know what? That is like that's kind of a like a in a Kickstarter term, a stretch goal of mine is to like <laughs> be able to do not we get Bernie somebody. That's not the stretch goal. The stretch goal would be to do a live podcast in LA because I have been lucky enough to do one in New York, and and New York's like quote unquote like New York, LA, and Chicago are like quote, like the big podcast markets. Yeah. For um, sure. And and for me, like one of the things that I'm doing as the director of Awesome for the Philadelphia Podcast Festival, and just in general, like the reason I'm doing, I have a goal in in a 12 month span. I want to do six shows. Uh, so from January one of 2017 to December 31st of 2017, we will do four live sh- or six live shows, and we ha- have scheduled and planned four of them, or, or have done a total of four of them already. Uh, and we're hoping to do, uh, you know, our fifth one in new york for new york comic-con again not for new york comic-con because we're nobodies but unofficially for new york comic-con and then we're going to do like a a holiday special that i really when my friend said let's do a holiday special i was like can we just do an hour of our version of the star wars holiday special because i think that would be gorgeous and that was shot down right away Uh, Uh, i did a christmas special dude this year i had a my buddies from the video game improv podcast and that's what they do they do improv based on video games but they came on and we did we took voicemails and about Christmas stories, and we did improv skits on their voicemails. It wasn't very Christmassy, but we did improv skits on their vo- on their voicemails, and that was fun. That was like kind of like, ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> this has been awesome, Kev. Like, you're like you're like a half hour ago. You're like we gotta wrap this up. So I'm like, well, cool. it's, it's been a half hour, dude. Yeah, yeah. This is this is gonna be uh, one of those two part episodes. I'm oh sure. no 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 man. Just give people what they want. They want a long episode, dude. My episodes are a minimum of 90 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah, you know what? So I I read some silly – I'm also, like, a a big believer in, like, looking at podcast stats. Not my own personal stats because, fuck, I don't care about numbers. But, like, there's this awesome stat about podcasts and podcasters that, like, make it to 10 episodes because every podcast that starts, about 50% of them get to 10 episodes. Yeah, that's true. And then, you know what? Get yourself to 50, because out of those podcasts that make it to 10, maybe 50% of them get to 50 episodes. So, like, this is why numbers, I think, are important, because it, it not everyone gets to 50 episodes. Not everyone so gets to 60 episodes. So you're just reminding everyone, hey, guys, I'm on, episode, <laughs> I'm on episode 83. I made it. Yeah, and, like, I, I and I think you right, should be proud on, of that. Hold on, Kev. I need concentration. I'm changing my notes right now. Okay, so my episodes for now on. <laughs> We'll go, welcome to Horribly Awkward, episode 83. That is 33 episodes past the point of making it. Stick around. Uh, yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't call I'm not that much of a stickler of calling it out in the episode. But um, I am. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, uh, so, oh, what's, there's another stat that I recently, oh, so like, this other awesome stat that I read, and it like really kind of an hour and fifteen minutes, people lose interest. <laughs> no, no, uh, that stat is more or less something that I, uh, that I try to keep my shows to an hour, but I'm not. I do not necessarily hold myself to because recently I've been releasing episodes that are up to an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty. Um, if if it's an episode that can break into two one hour episodes, I try to do it. But I also relied heavily on that last year, uh, which meant that like instead of having fifty two guests last year, I pretty much had twenty six to thirty guests um, that you know a majority of were two parters. So you can I always it, throw the second half out like midweek. Yeah, I, 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 it's something that you know I haven't had to play with yet in quote unquote year two of everything is awesome. So oh, I, just, I just came and messed it all. Up. I'm <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just keeping you here, but, but I have proof. I'm looking at my little sound waves compared to yours, and you're doing all the talking, dude. So this is your fault. If we would, if we cut yours, your little sound waves down to the same size as my sound waves, we're at about forty minutes right now, buddy. Yeah, you're a hundred percent correct. I, I'll take part <laughs> in this. This is. Not- this is this is what happens like when uh, we have like when we have my Patronus on the show is that you know I, I try like it's I want to talk I want to just tell you my life stories yeah, that, yeah. so that I mean, you feel what are we the doing? same way. Should we pick up this word again? I don't know, man. I'm a little out of energy. Last time we picked uh, up, it was a. It was I a broke little... my back. Oh, that's time. right, dude. That's right. That's yeah. right. We'll leave we, it down we... there. Everyone, everyone, focus on the floor. Patronus. <laughs> Yes, it's a four. It's a floor for. Uh, oh God, Imagine I can't. the commercial. <laughs> yeah, Patronus. It's like a, it sounds it, like a drink, man. It sounds it does. like. like um, can let me get some of that Patronus XO off the top shelf right there? I'll take two shots, please. Straight. It is. It, it is the. I shouldn't say it's the drink of everything is awesome because we had a specially drink made for us called the Awesome Bomb at our one of our live shows. Awesome, but, bomb. Uh, that does sound awesome. But, oh, God, it was so tasty. It was so, like, it was, uh, it just was so, like, it was one of those drinks that don't taste like alcohol. So, like, you could drink it and just get really drunk because you're just going to keep drinking them. Keep throwing them back. You're going to throw them back like a couple of, for me, Miller Lights, but for you, Budweiser's. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's cheap, bro. It's cheap. <laughs> hey, you know what? I agree. I, I'm a Miller Light guy. I'm no better than you. I mean, I am because it's not Budweiser, but... Uh, other than that, I'm no better than you. It's I, funny. I, I, it's funny the war that Miller Lite fans have with Budweiser fans. I'm picturing a horribly awkward made drink right now. It's like it's like it's 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 mostly okay. So it's, it looks kind of yellow. It looks like a lemon drop, right? It's mostly okay. vodka. It's kind of strong. It's got a little bitter taste. It's got some lemon in there. It's got actual human urine in there. <laughs> you can't taste the human urine as much, but after you're done drinking it, someone goes. This is horribly awkward, but you just drank my piss. <laughs> I mean, I would not want to drink it because I would probably go and vomit. But but they don't. You don't know till afterward, man. You don't know till afterward. And then after that point, it, you're in. You're like it, you're you're into the inside joke. So you just wait around the counter waiting for somebody to order a horribly awkward. And then everyone looks. And by the end of the night, everyone's at the counter looking at that one guy. <laughs> Hey, hey, I heard the horribly awkward's pretty good. Buy it, it's pretty cheap. Oh, uh, to order horribly awkward, the guy's like, one sec, turns around. 
tinkle, 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 tinkle. Try this, sir. Like, <laughs> mm, that's a little. It's tasty. I, I taste lemon and I don't know. What is that other? You just drank my piss, sir. Oh! <laughs> horribly. And then the whole, cr- the whole crowd around the table is horribly awkward. Episode 33 past 50. I'm just kidding, dude. I'm, I'm getting a little carried away here. But, but since, since we got me here for a two-part episode, we got to do some improv before we get out of here. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, before we – because I'll let you run that because, again, I, okay. I, I, don't, I don't improv. Okay. Uh, there. I feel like there was something else going on. There, Let's just go with your improv because there's no. I forget what that is. I forget what the other thing was. Well, going. my so, name's Sean. Uh, my name is pronounced Sean, like S H A W N, but it's spelled J O N. And it's kind of awkward. It's French. It's more like Jean, but I go by Sean, which is awkward. I'm horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. It's based around my social anxiety. Everyone just calls me Iams, just like the dog food, because it's way easier than trying to say hi, Sean, John, or Jean, Sean, or Jean, or Jean. Wait, I don't know if this is real or improv right now. One hundred percent fact, dude. <laughs> wait, so wait, your your name's not spelled the way I see it on my screen right now. That's the way I spell it, but yes, it is. It is spelt J O N. It's Jean. It's French because my my dad was a drug addict and he just I don't know what was up to. He's not in my life, but but I go by Sean. I changed it to Sean on social media and stuff so people can find me and it wouldn't be so weird that people start calling me John all the time because I'm not a restroom. <laughs> I'm a human being. Yeah, well, but with with uh, with uh, John, you can be like the Martian. I don't know if you're a comic book fan, but the Martian Manhunter, John Jones, John Jones. I don't know. I thought you were gonna say Marshall Mathers. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I like him. <laughs> no, no. I went from the coolest thing, a uh, white rapper, to the least least cool thing, a Martian in the DC comic book universe. That's why they call me Slim Shady. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, yeah. So let's let's tell people uh, where they can find your show and whatnot, uh, so that you know it's it's heard one of the one part of the episode at least. Yeah. Well, let's say. Okay, you can find it in a couple places. I'm mostly the easiest place to find it is go on Pornhub slash horribly awkward. <laughs> And see what you find. Start clicking on images. A little play button on there, and tell you find me. <laughs> I, I, the sad, the sad truth is there is got to be a subpage of hardly awkward porn. <laughs> you know what? Let's just test this, test this out, and I won't play audio to, to uh, horribly awkward porn. Let's see, man. There's got to be something out here. Oh, you know what comes up? Horribly awkward show. Improv interviews comedy. First thing on that on that thing. This is hilarious. Oh, they're all mine, dude. One, two, three. Okay, the first three are me, dude. Awesome. Well, I mean, if you know, every every service is starting to offer podcasts. Like, you know, Spotify has it now. And- well, well, the thing is, I, I I put porn in my in in my notes. I hit it down in there in like my categories or something. I think uh, just, just to get tags. You know, I've had, I had on Sylvia Sage, who is an adult film actress. She's a porn star. So, I mean, I had porn on that episode. But the funny thing is her episode doesn't come up. Um, <laughs> That's funny. It is. Plugs, dude, do you run, like real shit? Do, I mean. Let me yeah, 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 yeah. Let my audience find yeah, your um, audience. Yeah, I got, the, I got the mask back on. Oh, okay, yeah. Get the serious mask on. Yes. My name is Sean, and I have a podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, Horribly Awkward is the podcast. You're going to get a lot of what you just got. Right now, it's just 
Random Ramblings. Not Random Ramblings with Rob. That's my buddy's podcast. It's just just (laughs) me being me. We do improv skits. Hopefully, we're going to do an improv skit here in a second with Kevin. I'm excited. And uh, you can find me on Podbean. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on iTunes. I'm on on, um, on Tinder. I'm on Grindr. (laughs) I'm on Plenty of Fish. Uh, seriously, I'm on, I'm on everything. Um, I'm Twitter, Twitter at awkward underscore podcast, Facebook. If you guys want to find me and be Facebook buddies, cool. Sean, I am fuller, but let me know who you are. Cause if, you, if I think you're one of those, those stupid motherfuckers are trying to sell me Ray-Bans and shit. I don't want your Ray-Ban cheap deal. I don't care if they're only $20. I'm not falling for that shit. <laughs> Keep your Ray-Bans. Keep them on yourself. They are the worst human beings. Yes. On the and planet. they hacked my Twitter a couple of mo- like a month ago. And uh, every luckily it wasn't my show account; it was my personal account, which is a lot smaller. But every single they went through and in the groups of three and four tagged every single person I was following. It's like I had to. I went and changed all because the night before that, the literal night before that, I got my credit card hacked. Oh, that's and awful. They spent. Like, they tried to buy like a thousand dollar furniture card and like and like. Uh, Wherever you live, actually, uh, in your neck of the woods. So this could have been you. Um, but, oh, but, uh, but I was freaked out from that, and then the next day the Twitter thing happened, and I was so I went and changed every single password I had, and it's all changed now. And but but yeah, like those Ray Ban jerks, man. What the hell? That's really the worst thing about like getting hacked is like shit. Now I have to come up with a new password and use it for everything. Not like, only that, people were tweeting at me saying hashtag unfollowed. I'm like fuck you and your hashtag, dude. I don't even know who you are, man. You're just following you. I don't give a shit. Uh, I actually my the only thing I've ever had hacked was my uh, my Instagram to the point where it was shut down. Like Instagram shut it down, and they wouldn't let me. Like I went to go log in one day, and it uh, I brought it up on my phone and it said you need to log in. I was like, oh, that's yeah. weird. I guess whatever every now and then i gotta type my password in and i went to log in and it said incorrect username or password i'm like bullshit this is the incorrect and i went to log in online or something or somewhere it told me your account's been suspended i'm like motherfuckers and Assholes. i and i found it's because like someone hacked it and usually when you get hacked like on instagram it's not those ray-ban assholes it's like the adult star uh promoters like oh let like, me pro- hey, um my name is crystal and i live in a friend of mine told me i let you live in my neighborhood we should hook up sometime and hang out like yeah really? yeah and it, it's that and it's it's just so it's like because i had someone message me one time like uh your your instagram account got hacked man and i went on i saw and i like deleted the pictures and changed my password and whatnot and then i guess it happened one too many times and they uh they they suspended my account and i I, it took me literally about a month for me to convince instagram to give me my account back and uh and and that is when i started implementing for social media a password that i don't use anywhere else and it is ridiculously hard i have it written down underneath my computer which is super safe by the way i'm in it that's not what you're supposed to do but whatever and uh yeah all it your was passwords are password <laughs> oh god i wish that that was a joke but they're not my passwords but i have literally, I, I literally work with people that make their passwords password. I, I have, I've <laughs> done that. I'm not gonna say I haven't done that. I've done that back in the day. Now, now I'm a lot smarter than that. But I've had like password, password one. 
<laughs> well, that's why your Facebook got hacked. Or your well, it, was, got hacked. it wasn't that. It wasn't that. But I had I had other accounts that were similar passwords, so I went through and changed everything. Yeah, you got yeah. to. Like when when Sony got hacked, I like I, I was oh, like, God, DDoS. Yeah, I was like, God damn it! Like that password is literally every password I have and that I've had for the last ten years. I don't remember half the accounts I have. Yeah, I have so many password. now. Like you have those accounts that randomly will tell you you need to change your password for security reasons. Like God damn it! Like how many different passwords do I need? So you're like, let me add a capital here and add like an exclamation <laughs> point here and an at and a and a, and a hashtag and like like. I got so many different passwords now. I have to have a book to like look at it and like and look at yeah. you know. But there's sometimes where it's your fault, right? You're trying to ha- you're trying to sign in. It's like that's the correct whatever correct username or password. You're like what? Let me try that again. Like correct username or password. Like no, I know this is. Let me get my book out. Yeah, that's it. And then you realize you had like the caps button on or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I like when um when uh oh, God damn it damn it. All right, never mind. I don't like anything. Damn it! I don't like anything. Did you hear that thump on my my? Did you hear that thump on my thing a minute ago? Because a spider came down from my <laughs> ceiling in front of my computer, and I'm like, "Oh, you fucker! You just you went you just came down the wrong part of the ceiling, man! Right in front of me!" I was like, "I just this really just happened. He's he smashed on my table right now." <laughs> Meanwhile, if a spider drops down where I'm at, you hear me throw my glass and I run away. Oh no! This thing! I'll this talk to you later, so Sean. Small, dude, it's as small as an ant. It is so small. <laughs> I, uh, I, when I used to travel for work, uh, I was one time my manager met me somewhere, uh, somewhere in Virginia beach, I think. And we were driving, he was driving the car and the spider, there was a spider in the car that was on the driver's side and it started to come down and he literally swerved the car and like started to climb into my, in the passenger seat. I'm like, dude, we're driving. What the fuck are you doing? We're going to die. Dude. <laughs> Spiders, like, spiders don't do that to me, but if there was a big ass cockroach on my leg while we were driving, I would definitely die. <laughs> I, I uh, when it comes to spiders, I am very much like that. Unless I'm in the car, because I am very conscious of not wanting to die. I have a fear I don't of care death. About dying, man. I just hate bugs. I mean, death is. I'll, I'll accept it gladly. No. I don't have to deal with a cockroach on my leg. I uh, my thing is I just want to live forever. I want to find the the uh, fountain of youth, the 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 elixir of immortality, so that oh, I can yeah. live forever. Uh, well, I, I have heard, that. I, can, I know what that is. I can tell you, you're not gonna like it though, man. It actually, it's a small cell that's found in human semen. Oh, so yeah. You, I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, it got a little awkward, man. I mean, I, that's why I'm dying at a fast rate because I refuse to uh, drink that. But if you would like to, Kevin, I have a hookup. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I think I'm good. I think death is awaiting me <laughs> quite pleasantly. I've noticed that part. We just got it edited out, and we're back. Trying <laughs> <laughs> got a little too weird. Sorry, guys. We had to edit that out. Why is this show only ten minutes long now? Yeah, it's it's very uh, it's very it's why is only Kevin talking the whole time? <laughs> it's, it's I I've I've accidentally posted that version of a show before where uh, someone sent me a message. Uh, you're talking to yourself, and not in that Batman way. You're talking to oh, yourself. Really, there was just gaps. Yeah, yeah. It's like I I accidentally muted my guest side, and I was oh, like, uh, fuck. You know what the shit thing about stitcher is that that episode will be there forever like you know until you you know if you just go back and upload a new new audio the stitcher edit since stitcher takes your episode and streams it you you Uh only get one download from stitcher and stitcher gets all the rest of your downloads yeah yeah. they'll have that like they'll have that shitty version unless you delete that entire thing and start from scratch 
Yeah, I forget. I think that's what I did. I think that I, that's what I ended up doing because it was like caught early enough where I was like, well, screw it. If someone's if someone calls me out on it, I will be called out on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Yeah. I. Uh, I think I still am. On, yeah, we're still on Stitcher. I, I have a weird like. Stitcher won't work for it. Like, playing your apps on Stitcher won't work. It just won't load. It keeps loading and loading and loading. It says error. That's weird because I literally, I think that's where I tested it when you told me you were having issues playing it. I'm like, Maybe it's because I have Android. Like, I'll try it right now, dude. I mean, I have not been able to successfully listen to any of your episodes on. I, I had to go look for it. I had to go download them. So, man, I had to go the shitty old-fashioned way and go look for it, download it, and play it. Now my my freaking hands in the spider guts. That's gross. <laughs> um, that's, so is, is Stitcher, is, well, I'm an Apple user. So is, for Android users, is Stitcher like the, the, the place to go for podcasts yeah, yes, for us peasants with android <laughs> it is it is the way to go um i look up to you sir <laughs> that's right i'm a king i am king I of... thou shall not look me in the eyes i am an apple i am an apple owner you peasant I, I mean, I, I was once a peasant of, uh, of Android. I, I was, I was the, uh, like the OG Android user with the G1. I had the G1. It says, error playing content. There seems to be a problem buffering audio content. That's so weird. Only on your podcast does it do that to me. Because uh, this is going to be the most interesting part of the show where we both go on our phones. And yeah, this is my... this is, this is like... Like, man, I, I like listening to podcasts and weird random shit happens and they're on the phones or they're Googling stuff or they're ordering pizza <laughs> or anything that happens that's not planned. I enjoy that stuff because you're a fly on the wall. You're like, you're like, you're a little peeping Tom watching somebody through their window and they're, they're talking and you're like, this is really interesting. I feel kind of dirty listening today. <laughs> you're like, it's cool because it's not planned. It's just people being people rather than yeah. editing, cutting shit out and you're like, I don't know. You you know how people try to cut out stuff, and you you hear like jumps in their voices, and you're like you, multiple times. You're like, ah, that's kind of obvious. You're cutting stuff out there, man. Like, unless it really sucked, unless the conversation sucked. But I mean, like in, in our conversation, there's not even been a second. You're not gonna you're not even gonna see a clean place to take any audio out of this conversation. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be one over the other. Bam, 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 bam. It's gonna. <laughs> well, that, that's I mean that's the whole basis of this show. Like the yeah, reason like that. It. The reason I wanted to do the show, like I call it a long form interview podcast, but really it's not like I don't, I, I'm a terrible interviewer. You, the you very, two hours and we went over two questions. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, and, and I feel like that's what makes this show a good interview show. Cause it's more conversation. I always like to link into this show as like, if you and I happen to be at the same bar and we started talking, that's what this show is. Uh, because it's just, I don't know. I just, I feel like that's a better version of, of the show. And be more like this. Kevin, I want my drink. I'll take a whole day. Kevin, I swear I'm working. Bro, bro, bro. I love you, bro. We're going to, we, 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 we are going to be rock stars at this podcasting, bro. We're going to be Kevin Smith. We're going to own Kevin Smith, bro. One me, day, no, one me, day you, we'll be bro. his boss. Yeah, you're, you're going to be his boss. You're going to tell him what you're going to say. I don't like red state. I want to be blue state. <laughs> hey, I'm going to own some. I am smartcast. Dude, you are so you you are smart. You are so hard. You are a pod 
you are gangster podcast, homie. I'm I'm the king of podcasts. I'm the king of all. Po- I'm the Howard Stern of podcasts. Dude, you are really a king, man. I just want to. I just want to fan you with this big leaf and feed yeah. you grapes. Here. Oh my like, god! Let me like just the- kick my feet up, and I'm gonna eat these. Um. Oh, that's a good grape right there. Oh, uh, by gonna- the way, this is not our improv skate. We're gonna do one. We're gonna do one for real. This is uh, <laughs> that's the practice for improv. So this is me on Stitcher right now. Buffering. Awesome is part of Quartz and Parts, a podcast network featuring. Yeah, it doesn't work on my phone. That's that's so weird. That is incredibly weird how how that uh, works. I mean, it just shows the the superiority of Apple. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Let me try. Maybe I should do a. I need to uninstall and reinstall Stitcher, maybe. It's, but it is weird that it's just my show that does it. Yeah, it's just your show. I mean, that I know. I mean, just just man, it doesn't like you. That is, that's crazy. Fuck Stitcher. I, no, I mean, unless they want to be a partner, then we I welcome you with open arms. We are, as much as we say we hate things, we will sell out in a heartbeat on this show. Oh, I'll sell out. Uh, I'll sell out right now for five bucks. <laughs> I, I actually wonder if that's something I, I, I would do with this show. When we did, I did a show... The, the show that was most like a radio show was a two-hour program. It was segmented. We had commercials. It was a lot like, you know, a two-hour. I, I don't know if you guys – did you guys have Free FM out there when that was a thing? Mm, never heard of that. Free, for us, uh, our rock station, WYSP, which is now a sports station, but before that, um, it was a rock station, and they went to a, an all-talk format. Stern was – was it their answer to Stern going to Sirius? I think it was. I think it was. I think when Stern announced he was going to Sirius, uh, the what I, we'll say Clear Channel, they formed a lot of talk radio stations. And in Philly, it was 94.1 Free FM, and it was uh, – it, it was – like Kid Chris, who I is such a great radio host. Uh, it was just a lot of Philly guys and, and Howard Stern at, to start before he left. Um, and uh, they, it was just all day talk radio. It was so awesome. And uh, there was a point to that story, but I don't know what it is. We'll just leave it at the fact that Free FM was awesome. And I love talk mm. radio. It should be called Frefim. 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 It smells like a perfume. Look. A couple of smell that frefim. <laughs> yeah, it, sadly that tanked. That that was like some of the inspiration of me becoming like a you know uh, a podcaster was like just the talk radio. Like Stern and Kid Chris were huge influences of uh, my original show. That's what I was getting to was was of Happy Hour, uh, where we would sit down and it, uh, it originated as a show about beer that turned into like a, a radio show, and um, it was uh, that's what made it feel like work. Was just this. Just let's prep five fucking segments across two hours. Mm, yeah, s- yeah, buddy. Instead of just having a casual conversation for eh, two hours, we'll say. Casual, man. This has been a coke fueled episode. <laughs> man. This, is, this has been awesome. This is what I'm talking about right here, dude. There's no, no prep needed. It's, let's go. Uh, like uh, we're, oh. at the, we're at the racetracks. Just ready and go. And and that's and now that somehow brought me back to the original point of me being a terrible interviewer. My first interview ever was with this guy called Fat Baby Leg. He was a Whoa, parody. That, I would drop the ball on that one too, man. <laughs> Fat Baby Leg. He was a uh, parody. He was like a no, like a, a, a worse Weird Al. Uh, you you got to Google the. I, I don't know how it would come up. I think if you searched 
Fat Baby Leg, Christopher Columbus, his song would come up. Uh, it was he was this guy who Fat, was Fat Baby Leg Columbus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He uh, he sings this song, Christopher Columbus, and he was our first guest on my on the first podcast I ever did. And uh, the the interview went like, "All right, Sean, uh, we'll use you as an example. All right, Sean." Why do you do a podcast? And you would answer and it would have this epic answer where there, you said something of me. I should pick up on it and then play off that. Okay. Next question. Um, what's it like playing your podcast with other famous people? <laughs> and, I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. And it was just like this very standard Q and a of me not playing off the conversation. And that is why this show, uh, I try to work in an interview, but that's not the focal point. Nah, it's, hell it's, no. You, you yeah. want to, you want to, you just want to, you're probably like me. You want to get people on people. You, you think you're going to enjoy talking to and you want them to be heard as them and not as some like social promotion machine right it's like just like this is what i want to hear what you had for breakfast i want to hear about that i want to hear about that time you you accidentally spilled like bleach into your cup and drank it you know (laughs) yeah like it's that is something that like i i think is like an untapped market in podcasting as far as you know getting the movie stars on like imagine in an interview you have Hugh Jackman doing the late night circuit and he's having the same stale conversation that he has with Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy uh, Kimmel and really all the Jimmys. Nice. Yeah. I put the claws on and I cut shit up. Yeah. And, and like, don't get me wrong. I love late night television. I love, and, and I don't really watch it that often. Cause again, I, I there's, I, I do too much content creation to, to in, to intake all that, that content. And I want to, but I love Jimmy Fallon. I love Jimmy Kimmel. I like, I think we have a really strong late night, um, lineup in, on, on TV right now. Uh, I, I enjoy almost, I think every host that we have. Um, but it, it's, it's the same interview. It's the same conversation that you, you know, you see Hugh Jackman on one of those shows. You see him on all the shows really. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's something that like is slowly starting to happen. You're slowly starting to see some of these, you know, celebrities go into podcasts, but I think again, they're going on these mainstream podcasts and these mainstream podcasts at the end of the day, they're kind of just doing an hour long version of that. And, and it's still probably, it's way more enjoyable because you are getting to know the guests on a different level than you do in a 20 minute segment. But I don't know. I, I, and maybe it's because I don't listen to the Mark Marin shows or the Joe Rogan shows. Maybe I should be listening to them more than I do. Well, uh, Joe Rogan's good. Cause Joe Rogan isn't like that. He is exactly he, what we're doing. He's a three hour, just casual conversation about everything. And it's never really about what the person on is wanting to talk about it's just hanging out their agenda is not to promote something but they might promote it at the end yeah and that's what i think a podcast should be i think a podcast should be me sitting around for an hour or so talking to you and then oh by the way 
you're doing this cool thing. Let's talk about it real or quick. Or accidentally Amanda. two hours. <laughs> yeah, or an accidental two-hour show. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I that's what I hope. Like, And, I, you know, I there's this guy who I wanted to get on the show uh, that he, he didn't want to do it. He, You know, it's one of those guys who's like, it's not that I don't want to do your show. I just don't think I'm interesting, which I totally disagree. I think everyone can be interesting. So I, I don't mind having people who think they're not interesting on my show. Yeah. Um, but there's this dude, uh, Jason... Tabris. Uh, he is, and I'm sorry to call you out. I don't mean to call you out not doing my show, Jay, but uh, it's more so to talk about this article that he wrote for, I think, Uproxx um, about late night television and how, you know, it needs to be flipped on its head because it's it, it, it we haven't had like a late night for this generation and what he was explaining is quite literally what i'm doing with everything is awesome uh with everything when we go live awesome. yeah it, when we and that's the song we play when we do our live show uh you know we we or it's one of the songs we played during you know during our intro um but like the 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 reason i picked a late night spin was to do something that's not being done in late night or podcasting really and that's like just like an honest conversation with somebody it's still a 20 minute conversation but i don't talk about whatever they're there to promote like i you know i had a guy on that was a a fitness guru and yes we talked about that because we were able to have a lot of fun with that in that in the 20 minutes like he made us do push-ups he made us do sit-ups he made us do ab rolls he took our body fat and we and and so so we were able to do a lot of fun things with that but i'll have um a another podcaster on or an actor on or a filmmaker on and we won't talk about their projects at all until like the last five minutes or so of their 20 minute segment and we just get to know the person just it's basically a 20 minute version of this two hour conversation uh when we do my do our show live and then we have a then we have a stand-up comedian on or a musician on and um if that interests you make sure you check us out on uh if it's not too late march 26th uh from 2 to 4 p.m doom thugs uh everything is awesome we're joining forces uh to do one two-hour event uh and we're gonna have the uh the nerd rocker of philadelphia Brian Grayon, and we're going to have the Mightiest Avenger Thor on our show. That's another thing I like to do. I like to do unconventional guests like Batman and Thor. Yeah, I like it. Okay, hold on. Uh, welcome back. Uh, welcome to part three of the Kevin <laughs> and Sean show. Everyone turn your tapes over to side C. Side, is that side C? <laughs> they, they invented something. Uh, Kev, hold on, and we're recording. You're back. You're good to go, Kev. Go ahead and start to show up again. Uh, this is part three action. And welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I am your host, Kev. This is a show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. And guess what? You're getting the same of uh, more of uh, everything. I, well, uh, I got, I'm breaking, I'm broken. Oh, Kevin, God. Your, your show sucks. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> uh yeah so i mean i guess on that note do you let's uh, i don't know let's let's uh take my audience through what you guys what you do at the start of your show and let's do a little improv okay well what I, what i do is i go hey uh hey uh if you didn't do your research we're about to do some some uh some improv i know this is kind of weird and strange but no i don't really say it like that but it's, <laughs> it's like, we're gonna do some improv but before we start and do some improv Kevin, tell me a, a quick story off the top of your head. Anything. First thing that comes to your mind. 
So I, uh, I, I went to uh, New York uh, a few months ago uh, to uh, do a live show uh, of my podcast, and um, it involved a lot of walking uh, with a heavy book bag and equipment, and um, I, I, I was able to make a few connections and, and have coffee with this fun dude and, and talk about podcasting, uh, and then sit in a, uh, a coffee shop for a few hours uh, waiting for my buddy to come down, and we went to... Uh, Madame Tussauds uh, Museum to play the virtual reality Ghostbuster thing that they got going there before we went to do our live show, which was a total train wreck. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, that's what we do. That's the base of our improv skit. You ready? All right, let's go. Okay, so <sighs> use what you guys say. Say everything is awesome. Improv skit action. Everything is awesome. Improv skit. Action. I, Kevin, I'm here. I got your stuff. Kevin, this stuff is really heavy. I, do I have to actually bring it up the stairs? Can, I take, can we just take the elevator? I don't want to have to bring no. it all the way up to the convention floor. To elevator? This equipment is precious. You need to take ginger steps to the top floor. It's on the 30th floor. You think I want to let you set that on the ground while you take an elevator ride? No, well, no. I was hoping. I was hoping for once. Yeah. I haven't even had my break. We've been working for six hours now, man. Six hours? That's nothing. This is the world of podcasting. This is yeah, showbiz. Right. Yeah, you're, you're right. Twelve-hour right. days minimum. All right. All right. Well, let's go up the stairs. Let's go. Oh, wait. You're gonna take the elevator. What am I gonna take the stairs? I'm the I'm the talent. All right, Frederick. I'm the talent. I'm taking the elevator. I'll meet you upstairs. Don't set it down. Don't set it down, all right? Frederick, are you listening to me? Don't break. No, no breaks. You can take a break at your end of your shift. I'll see you. I'll be Jeff Stairs. Okay. Gotta go back. I made it about halfway, and all your stuff fell. What? 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 Are you kidding? I, I, I'm waiting for the elevator. You're, you, it fell. If one thing is broken, you know what's gonna happen? You know what's gonna happen? You're gonna have to manually no. record this whole show. I don't know how you're gonna do that. I'm not a scientist. How are you gonna manually record a show? That better not be broken. I hope you have the proper tools to fix it. Uh, um, um, don't get so, don't get so crazy. Here, here's your Snickers bar. Be, uh, take a bite out of this. Uh, maybe you will oh. fetch a diva. Mm. Uh, you know, oh, man. Oh, nice Kevin's back. Kev, oh, Frederick, Kev, you're, you're, you're getting really diva out on me right now. You know what? It's, uh, you know what? When you're hungry, you get a little angry. Yeah, I, I was, I guess you would say I was hangry. Uh, and uh, you don't want to see me when I'm hangry. Well, I mean, you saw me when I was hangry. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, Frederick. Um, I, oh, hold on, I, on your, hold on your coffee. At my assistant is bringing me and you coffee. Hold on a second. Uh, how, much, how much is that? Uh, $16. $16 for two coffees? Well, it is New York. You know, it's New York City. You know, uh, it's... How are you going to pay for it? How are you going to pay for um, uh, Kev, did you bring the, the company card? Oh, this is this is what you may call awkward. Uh, totally left my wallet in Philadelphia. Of course, this always happens when I got it. I got it. 
Here we go, 16, 17. Here, 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 take 20 and just keep the chain. Um, here's your coffee, Kev. So I need you, to, I need you to be nice and nice and wired. Oh yeah, well, let me this uh, now. As, as uh, if you need it. As if you yeah. need it. You're I don't. I mean, I like my coffee, so I mean, I know it's gonna be super sweet and it's gonna have just the right amount of sugar and it's not gonna taste like that crap. I mean, I don't. It's a pretty nondescript cup, so I know you didn't go to Starbucks, which is good. So I'm gonna trust you. I'm gonna trust that this is good coffee. <sighs> what is this bullshit? <laughs> Hey, welcome guys. Welcome to the Magic Mike VR experience. Uh, do you have your tickets? Uh, Matt, Matt, I was told this was uh, something good. Not. Uh, I, 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 I set this up. I thought this would be fun. You needed to let loose, Kev. You, you're always so high strung. I figured Magic Mike would, you know, a little dancing, a little singing, a little nudity. I mean, don't get me wrong. Channing Tatum, a fine specimen, but... Do you guys have your tickets? Do you have uh, your tickets, sir? Uh, well, I mean, where are the tickets? Let's. I guess we should do it. I got. I got. I got. Uh, here you go. One and two and three. Assistant guy, come back. You can come in with us. Okay. Yeah. Step right in. It's right there. Uh, the booth to the right is yours, sir. Uh, okay. Uh, Kevin, podcaster, Kev. Yep. You yep, go yep. to the right, and right. you, awkward Sean, you go to the left. Oh, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> all, right, all right, what do I do? Do I do I strap a helmet on? What, what's what's all getting strapped on here? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm I'm going to my booth. I, I can't come in there with you. This seems a little weird. People might ask questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Oh, okay, sir. Are you ready to try this Magic Mike VR experience? I guess better late than never. Go ahead, strap this helmet on. Okay. Uh, all right, helmet is on. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't see anything. Is that normal? Yeah, yeah, that's normal. It hasn't turned on yet. Now stand still. I'm gonna put these sensors on. These for titillating. So right, one goes right. on each nipple. Oh, well, that's weird. Uh, yeah. oh, that's cold. It's cold. Ah! <laughs> it's cold. Hey, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm Ooh. very professional. I got gloves on. Okay. Okay. Uh, one of these, and this last sensor goes right down in there. Oh. <laughs> Yep, relax, relax. This happens every day. Everyone gets a little weirded out. Everyone this gets a little weirded out. So not put, normal. Go ahead, put these headphones on. These noise canceling headphones on. Okay. Uh, I feel like this is a little weird. I've never been asked to pull my pants down for one of these. Okay. Make stand still. And make sure you cup those headphones really tight on your head. Okay. I can't. What'd you say? Okay. Hey, did he did he fall for it? Did he did he put the headphones on? Yeah, he's got the heads. He can't hear anything we're saying right now. So what? What's this start? What, what we're about to do is, uh, what? uh we're about to play this, huh. this Iraqi death video. So he's gonna witness actual death in VR. It's gonna freak him out. I, 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 you, uh, I can't hear you. Uh, when's it start? I'm actually gonna leave, and I'm gonna go do my own thing. I only took this trip to, as his assistant because I wanted to come to to Vegas. I never visited Vegas. I'm gonna do my thing. So just leave him there in the dark for a while. This is such a weird experience. I, w I was expecting, I mean, uh, hey, Ghostbusters, but at least now dancing guys at this point. What's going on? And scene! Woo! <laughs> that, that got a little dark with the Iraqi death scene. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> whatever pops in my head yeah, comes out, man. that's funny yeah that's a lot of fun i you know it's uh it is something that like ju just doing that makes me want to learn improv more because like i can't like is i would 
see that like how can you not want to do that on stage like that just yeah. seems like so much fun with with um, actually like two or three different people it would have been better yeah 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 it is something that like having a nice little team behind i actually that's something that you know uh, a lot of philly is becoming known for like you know comedy like there's you know i was sitting down and talking to a couple friends of mine and they're like yeah like there's this um sold out i think it was in chicago there was like this big comedy show and one of the philly teams were completely sold out and like because they like they're a known a known thing and like it just helps our comedy scene and like that we have a bunch of new yorkers coming down from like the, whatever big improv like i think the um uh, the the upright citizens brigade or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Upright citizens brigade. Yeah, yeah not, not them, but like that. They they have like a, a comedy house out in L.A. and New York, right? Like a school or something. I don't know, but I know mm. I hear that name a lot when I yeah. listen to 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 the Improv for Humans yeah. podcast. I should be way better at this, uh, but it's one of those like whatever like the big big school is. I think it's the school that like Tina Fey and Amy Pool. Uh, yeah, Amy that, it probably is. Yeah, UCB. Yeah, UCB. Those those schools. I think like those type of schools are coming down to Philly. We have the Philly Improv Theater, and they also teach improv. And like they're coming down to like put on shows and also like help teach and like give their own little lessons. But they do like a special fit. Does Philly Improv Theater does like four improv classes, and then like beyond that, they also have specialized classes that are like uh, specifically duo, which is what I want to learn. I really want to learn like duo improv with my best friend. I think it would be just so much fun to do yeah once you get comfortable if you have a group of four and you're all comfortable you kind of know each other's sense of humor you can go you can do anything in improv you just gotta it's it's a little more difficult like me and you you kind of get my humor already so we did all right but yeah you know sometimes some i've done improv skits where it it was a little rough like you know because they're not improvers and i'm like forcing them to do this really awkward thing and i worked out dude you gotta let you gotta let me add the sound effects to that part oh totally Send me yeah. After you're done yeah. editing that episode, send it to me and I'll 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 add the sound effects and send it back and it, okay, it'll be cool. awesome. Oh yeah, hundred percent. We'll do that. Yeah, I have no problem doing that. I, I can get that to you probably in the next uh, couple days. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It, it's uh, yeah, I mean I know and literally the only improv experience and I won't even call it improv is live podcasting. Like that is the most experience I have at doing it. And so much fun. And I'll tell you what, like that actually like I think that helped me overall like kind of get over my fear of going to an improv class because like i don't know it's it's there's a weird little fear i have of that yeah you just i mean i'm afraid to do it in front of people too but you just gotta transport yourself instead of thinking of what you want to say transport yourself to your doing what you think you're doing yeah yeah and then it's all of a sudden you know it's cool like you 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 caught on to real quick putting the headphones on and not being able to hear me talk and you're just like you caught on to it man like that's improving dude yeah great dude yeah yeah thank you yeah it, it, it was a lot of fun i uh and to the point where now obviously i could hear you because i'm wearing headphones but to the point where i'm i was sitting in my room by myself with my hands over my ears that like kind of helped mimic the the scene oh yeah i was uh, doing it too i was doing it with my headphones like what that's awesome. <laughs> that's, is do you find yourself you will throw a third question into the interview to kind of round it out when you're doing the improv scenes for your show do you find yourself kind of acting it out as you do it as well sometimes if we do it like this where i'm not seeing video it's a little easier to transport myself to to my mind transport my mind to what i think i'm doing rather than if i'm looking at video i concentrate more a little more on them but okay. either way works uh the the so i mean i listened to your episode with casey right yeah. um casey spivey 
and I just recorded with her that episode I just released right before I started this podcast. Oh, uh, I'm so going to listen to that. So our, our improv skit was I went into I went into an interview to interview as her assistant, and she needed an assistant, and it, it was it was pretty fun, dude. I mean, that's awesome. It was great. Uh, yeah, I, uh, she was such a fun guest to have on. I, mean, I know, I dude. I heard her and I was like, I was like, I gotta talk to this chick. She's freaking like, like some people are just likable right off the yeah, bat. You yeah. Know? I was like, yep. You guys are having this thing where, wow, it's good. I mean, I finally had a guest that talks more than me and I'm like, oh, I'll talk both of you. Mother- <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll tell you what, I, the, the last, like, we'll say 20 minutes has been a little even, but I think I won the talking. The, the, yeah, the I yeah. think I have talked to you this time. You did. That's uh, cool, man. I'll have you on my podcast soon and we'll do it all over again. We'll do some cool, more cool, improv. Cool. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, one more time, throughout like at least your Twitter, so people can follow you and and, and get all your good stuff. Yeah, tw- Twitter is at awkward underscore podcast, or you can just search horribly awkward show with one R because it, there was not enough character space to have two R's. But <laughs> I, I horribly awkward show. Um, I didn't want just horribly awkward. So if I was trying to get guests, they wouldn't just see some account called horribly awkward and go like, why is this person talking about interviews? Horribly awkward. So. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun. Like, just, there's skits like we just did with Kevin right here. And by the time you heard it, there was probably sound effects that I added. I do that every week, and it's a lot of fun. The editing process is is just – it's fun. I, I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, it, it's um, – that's something that, like, I, this show is very little – little editing gets done on this show. If a guest says, hey, you know that part about being a Nazi I said? Can you just cut that? I'll usually do that. I'll usually request honor a request. But other than that, like, I come from the world of live, and that's just not, like, doing live yeah. podcasting, yeah, yeah, but Kev, live Kev, streaming. Kev, let me uh, – yeah. uh, you know that part I was talking about human sperm? And there yeah, was that yeah, part yeah, I was yeah. talking about the horribly awkward piss in the drink. Yeah, yeah. There was actually that – there was a part we were talking about meth and cocaine shouldn't make fun of the thing and there was another part um uh there was there was more stuff i need you to cut all that out yeah i mean we got a solid 13 minute show once i cut that all out that's that's good that's all we need buzzfeed 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 fake news fake news fake news (laughs) sad uh all right uh so sean thank you for being on the show or jean thank you for being on the show Thank you, Kevin. It was a lot of fun. Uh, learned a little bit about improv and just great conversation. Really loved it. Uh, make sure you check out Sean's show, The Horribly Awkward Show. It's on every podcatcher you can imagine. Just find it. If you have Android, try Stitcher first, but it might not work. As we, <laughs> If you have Apple, don't worry about it. You can listen to any show that you want <laughs> You've got the good shit if you got Apple. <laughs> yeah, you it's it's you are like the grade A cocaine if you have the Apple. Uh, yeah, that's that's the Heisenberg blue, man. We call that the Heisenberg blue. <laughs> All right. Uh, for everything is awesome, you can find us on at Real Awesome Pod on Twitter, on Facebook at Real Awesome Pod. You can find me on Twitter at That Nerdy Kev. That's where I do most of my tweeting and twatting. Uh, you can find this show on awesomepodcast.com and, of course, coretemparts.com. It's the podcast network that we're part of. You can find a lot of great shows on there like Let's Chat with Revel and Friends and TV Ain't My Brain and just a whole ton of shows that are pop culture related. Uh, so check that out. For everything is awesome, I'm Kev. We'll see you next time right here on awesomepodcast.com. We've been awesome. Yes, you have been awesome. Thank you for listening to the Cortem Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortem Parts shows, visit cortemparts.com.